Welcome to another episode of the Protein Bros Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Wasserman. With me, as always, is my co-host, Kyle Combs. What's going on, guys? And today, we have a third host, the king of Kansas City, it's Julian back. Marquez. Back at it like a crack addict with no drugs. We said we'd be bringing him back for another episode, and today we brought one of his very good friends, and now one of ours, Mana Martinez. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Nice to um, meet y'all. Well, obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but See yeah, you again. For sure. Thanks for doing it's all this, the man. Same. Thanks yeah, for being on the podcast. Appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Mana is an up-and-coming, awesome UFC fighter, and he's got his second fight in the UFC, I believe. Is that correct? Yes, sir. That's going down on February the 13th, 12th? 12th. 12th. The day before Super Bowl Sunday. And you said something pretty cool about what you're going to do if uh, the Chiefs make it to Super yeah, Bowl Sunday. Yeah, so if the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, I'll... Um, Fuck do you mean if? Okay, okay. When the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, the following day I'm going to fly back out here and uh, attend the Super Bowl or whatever y'all have The here. festivities. Yeah, the festivities, festivities, dude. Yeah, the vibes. Yeah. We, the vibes out here. Where are you going to take them, Julian? Prior and light? To, no, I'm going to stay at my house to watch the Super Bowl. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy that yeah. goes out. King I don't like Kansas City, being, dude. I, your king of Kansas City does not like going out. I saw you during, walking a, in a fashion show I with did. like a 500 people there. There was like fucking five. They just added, people. There was a bunch of cutout people all around. <laughs> they made it look like there was more. No, I'm kidding. I did walk in a fashion show and it was pretty cool. It is Kansas City fashion. And there were, but I, that, I like. Good dudes over there. I walked and then like I walked my way to the car and got, went home. While everyone out, I don't Respect. go out. But I will say this: you know, after you win your fight on February twelfth, Mana, um, that is right before uh, a really good day called Valentine's Day. And if you're and you on the mic, it's Valentine. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> if you're on the fucking mic, okay, and you do With not, Joe Rogan, by the way, because it's pay per view. I'm just saying, okay. if you do not ask some very popular, beautiful lady. Has to be a pop star. Dude, Can't be Miley. One. That's a really good point, right? Before Valentine's Day. I did not think you, of that. I know you didn't think of that because I am a genius. You're, yeah. You're, uh, who, this is a good question. You know, who are you going to ask? Who, yeah, who's who come, the pop star who that comes you're going to mind? According to Julian, she can't be too out of this world. She can't be like too popular. She has to be a mid-tier pop star. If you actually been, want to no, reply, she, has, she just had to be down though. Yeah, like she, it's very tough okay. to find the ones that are down. She's got to be cool with with the fan base. Yeah, who's your you know Houston girl? Who's your Houston girl? Megan the Stallion. There you go, right there, all day. Megan the Stallion, boy from Houston. You gotta, dude. I mean, I think this is an easy you, done deal. You, wasn't there a rapper that tried to, wasn't like Drake or something trying to uh, hook up with her and she like totally told him no? No, nah, man, but I, I mean like there was a, I think there was some drama with her and uh, what's his face? The other like R&B artist that's really good from Canada. Yeah, um, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Yeah, I, dude, they, he like shot her. Shot her in the foot. Or dude, he like legitimately like. Is this recently? No, like this happened. This shit went yeah. down in like the last couple of years. Like, that's no, a big deal. the last year and supposedly like uh, told her dance and, and she didn't dance or something and so he like shot at her feet i don't know yeah it sounds like, i mean that. tory lanes too like if you see them both like in a music video because that's all my I'm only like you know that's my only like basis i got dude she could beat his ass oh yeah like tory sure. lanes is like look like a five seven you know five six like 150 something like that comparatively to her looking 180 no, yeah she's definitely a stallion and he's a pony well stated yeah compare the size so what are you gonna say to her what's the you know well, what's the draw I what's quite the hook said it my um not my name meg is i think has a boyfriend so i'd have to think of someone else 
Dude, oh no. Oh, my God. Even You're better. a UFC fighter. Just beat up her boyfriend. Even yeah. better, dude. Like, oh, hey. It doesn't matter. If you, if, you know, that she doesn't have a ring on the finger, dude. You, you want to do it how I, this is how you have to do it. This is how I did it. <clears throat> this week or Cr- the week before is going to be the Super Bowl, correct? Here's the truth. Liam Hemsworth it? was probably dating Miley whenever Julian shouted her out. No, they just got and, their and, divorce file. And, and I'm saying that, and <laughs> I'm telling you now that, hey. The shit ain't gonna last forever. Shoot right. your shot. Good call. And I mean, at the end of the day, like it's not like she's gonna be like, "Oh, fuck this guy." Like, nah, man. You you just gave her free PR on ESPN on pay per view. You made her even more relevant than what she was on that day. You know, you all know Think I'm from it. Houston, and uh, I'm looking for a Valentine in a couple of days. Like Meg, you know, like you don't know me, but I know you, dude. Y'all are geniuses. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, you're welcome. Here, dude, and also, let, me, let me take you out to dinner. You know what when, I mean? When, let when me you, treat you right. When you come back to Kansas City, the thing that you need to go to is the Victory Parade. Let's do uh, that's the Jeff, mo- that's the move. Jeff is an expert at Victory Parade. Uh, anything Victory Parade. He's drove a, a golf cart in the last Victory Parade that we had nice. after uh, the Super Bowl. And, yeah, uh, it was it was totally sanctioned, totally no. by the book. I thought he was going to get arrested. I was uh, like, no. snuck your way in there. Or? I have a golf cart that I, I personally just own, mm-hmm. and it just happens to look like everybody else's golf carts nice. that were in the parade. Nice. And so it just just drove onto the route and said, like, no, I no, to- no, you didn't just drive onto the route. You 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 made a sign that was fraud by saying it was some kind of uh, KRBZ radio KRB. station. Yeah. Nice. A random, a random four call letters. I like that. KRBZ. I get, I get a text from, from Jeff that day and it's a picture of Travis Kelsey hanging off the bus and Jeff's taking it from his golf cart right next to him. I'm Dude, like, that what is are epic. you doing? It's a really great day. That's pretty that. badass. Yeah. Like, I guess after we win the Super Bowl, I'm going to have to get on that golf cart. And yeah, then well, I mean, I'm definitely riding it in again, but that was also the most like terrifying day of my life. We could do a whole podcast on getting off the parade route because once you're on, like imagine it's like two miles long, straight shot, you know, in, in downtown Kansas City. And the whole like exhilarating part of getting on the parade route was just really terrifying, right? Like having to talk to multiple cops, et cetera, have them move the gate for you because you're an intern with KRBZ and you need to get these two guests to the rally. And these two guests are really important. And that's just my friend, Justin and his ex-wife at the time. Right. So the three of us are on the golf cart and we get on, but then imagine you're on there, right. And you're on the route, you're driving, but imagine that on the walls are those like classic, just kind of like barricade rent fences, right? There's the metal spoke fences and you can't possibly drive off the route. It's not possible. Like once you're on and every single human being, there's over a million people on the route, right? So it's just, everybody's just elbow to elbow all the way along the fence line. So if that golf cart won, first thing comes to mind, what if it runs out of gas? Cause I have a gas golf cart. I don't remember the last time I filled it up. Like once, once I'm on, I'm like, oh shit, I can't get off this. This could be like two hours of me driving at three miles an hour. Before we go into this down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Like how did you not think of filling the damn tank up before you go in? Like that's like going on a road trip without putting gas in your car and without going to the bathroom. So when you have a golf cart or a tractor or whatever it may be that you just, you don't have to, you (laughs) don't have no idea about a tractor, but you don't got to fill up shit. Like in like once every six months is like when you really fill it up. So you don't really think about it. You just got to fill it up like every six months. It's really not a big deal. That thing does like 70 miles to the gal, but but still (laughs) it doesn't matter. Like you knew you you were about to be stuck up in this. Did not know. That's the point. So (laughs) I went to go pick up my buddy and his wife at their apartment, which happened to be, I had to get on the parade route to get down there. 
That's the truth. So I got on the parade route way before it started, drove down there, hung out with them, and then realized that all of the Chiefs players were loading up at their apartment complex. It was down on the riverfront at the Union uh, Riverfront like apartment complex. That's where they were loading up. And so after they loaded up and got on the route and started driving to the start of the parade, we had to get back there. And I couldn't take my golf cart on the highway. So I went to the cop and I was just like, hey, man, like I'm with KRBZ. I need to get I need to get on, you know, over this bridge. I need you to let me through. I'll get off whenever I get on the other side. And he's like, oh, KRBZ, good enough for me and opened up the fence. So now I'm on the route. And then imagine you're like thinking, okay, I was told I told them once I get over this bridge, I'm going to get off the route. Well, there was a lot of people there. I couldn't really get off very easily. And I was like starting to realize that we're blending in with the other golf carts, starting to realize that like we're just lined up with the rest of the parade right now. And nobody is saying a thing to us. Not a single thing is being said. Like I don't have a lanyard. I don't have anything like special. I'm just like on the parade with these other golf carts that have these random names, right? They're probably like non-for-profits that partner with the chiefs and shit. And we're like, all right, let's just keep a straight face and see how long we can go with this. And then once we got like into the parade and we're like driving through confetti and people are cheering for us, yelling KRBZ, we're like, oh shit. Like we're just on the parade now. We're part of it. We're in. Look, yeah. You can't, you can't fail at that point. I got videos for days. Uh, Luke, make sure you, uh, you post those. It's probably a good week to release the fact that, yeah, I was in the Super Bowl parade. No, and, no, 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 and no, we got no, all no. The let's way do in. it. Let's do it after. And like, let's do this again. <laughs> and then I will get the information of where they're starting up and we'll go there prior. Yeah. And we'll ride together and sure. I'll make sure that we can. We're going to do this together. I think yeah. that would be dope as yeah, hell. Sure. Like King of, Can- everything. King of Kansas City on we'll our sign instead a, of KRBZ. Dude, we should do a, uh, a mobile podcast, parade podcast. That's not a bad idea. Think how wild that would be. Just IG live the whole thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, don't even, like, we're not going to record. We're just going to have the video. We're just going to do it live. And then we're just going to sit there and just see if we can amp the city up. Think dude, it was, hopefully it's it was, not zero degrees out like it was last time. <laughs> we got to the end of the parade route, like where everybody gets off. And there's this, there's an actual barricade that keeps like the public away from the team. Right. And I'm on the other side and there's no way to get across. So that's what I'm saying is I'm like literally trapped in like a, a cage, if you will. Can't get out. I know the feeling. So I parked my golf cart next to the other golf carts. We get off. And unfortunately I'm with these two humans that are extremely good looking and they're like trying really hard. And I'm not like, I'm looking like a homeless person because it was six degrees that day. They were like wearing scarves and looked really pretty and Instagrammy. And so they stuck out like a sore thumb. Like this girl walks by, everybody looks, you know what I'm saying? This guy's like, everybody's man, that guy's in great shape. You know, he was a bodybuilder. So my buddy, Justin. And so here we are, the three of us. And I'm like, dude, we stick out like a sore thumb. People are going to come up to us. We have no lanyard. And we couldn't just drive off the end because it was trapped by cops. Were you, were you like, so you're it was terrifying. <laughs> were you on any like substances, or, like no. alcohol or anything? No, it was like 9 a.m. Dude, that's insane. Don't, so it was terrifying. First off, don't like justify time. <laughs> on a, on like, a parade day. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, I mean, 9 a.m. I'm not going to drink. All, all the Chiefs players were, were hammered for I, sure. On yeah. the playoff game, like a long ass time ago when I did drink. I would wake up at 5 a.m. and start chugging fireball. Don't try to justify 9 a.m. Oh, it's 9 a.m. after we won the Super Bowl. I'm not going to drink. Not a huge day drinker. That's just not me. I'm just saying that if Jeff would have got caught during that, the uh, penalties from a legal standpoint would have probably been about the same as the guy that that ran onto the field last week. No, 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 no. The penalty would be a slap on the wrist, dude. It wouldn't be shit. Well, so what happened that day is a guy got on the parade route in his car 
already started driving on it. That's what I'm saying. It and was, and they had military there because it was obviously like possible for it to be a terrorist area because a million mm, people are in uh, one spot. You're not a terrorist. You're you're one. You're I know. white. I mean, I would have gotten tackled looking, and shit would have happened. You have a beard, and then at the well, same the time, the beard like, goes not, against him. They're not doing anything. Like they're not going to say anything. Like, come on, dude. Like. What are they going to do? Oh, you, wait a minute. You're telling me you went through our security. You drove your cart on here and you made it part of the parade. We're going to fine you. No, they're going to be like, good job, bud. And then let yeah, you, go. you were harmless. Yeah. yeah. Like that was it. That's really what it came down to. We're so doing the, it again. So the, I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid, no. but when the firefighter came up to me and said, who are you guys with? And I was like, immediately like, KRBZ. And they're like, why are you over here? Where, where's your lanyard? I was like, dude, listen, me. I'm an intern. I'm doing everything I can not to get in trouble right now. I'm literally just standing here with these guests because somehow we got on the route and now I don't know what to go, like where to go. And he's like, who do I need to talk to? I'm like, you don't need to talk to anybody. We're going to go. We're just going to get out of here right now. I think that's badass. Mana. Anyways, we got out Tell of me this right now. Tell me this. If like commit. after you, mm-hmm. after you win, you mm-hmm. call out Meg the Stallion. You're out here. Your chest has popped up two times. You come to Kansas City. You're riding in the fucking parade of the Super Bowl parade that Kansas City just won in a golf cart looking at millions of Kansas City fans. You would move here, right? I'm all for it. Oh, I've, I've planned on or thought about moving here. But, you can't um, disown Houston in that moment, though, right? So you can't oh, be like, go Chiefs on the mic. They'd disown you. They'd be like, Texans, man. No, I've disowned them okay. for a while now. Oh, good. I mean, we haven't had a winning season, or I don't think, in a long time. But, yeah, Chiefs Kingdom. I'm with you. But, um, hey, respect. I, I like it, yeah. I like the idea. And, uh, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Throw me a, throw me a couple brews, shotgun them. You, absolutely. Get the, get the crowd. Oh, really the, going. Hey, the crowd will throw that yeah, shit yeah, to you. Yeah, no, I think I seen Kelsey hey, or somebody uh, doing that. Night, like, yeah. It might have been one of the, it was one of the best nights ever, dude, because it was right before the, the shutdown. It was like a month before. So you're partying with like a million people. Everybody's day drinking, having a good time. And then that night was the Post Malone concert. So we went to Post Malone and fucking those uh, guys were hammered, and, 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 and we're all having everybody having a good time. Like you know, the this, the uh, openers were really great that night. And then all of a sudden, Mahomes and Kelsey walk out like amongst the crowd among along, at the bottom, and they gave them like their own little private area. But that. dude, people went bananas. Of oh, course, yeah. dude. Speaking of that, so I have this theory, all right, and it it it, it just it, I don't know what it was. I had this theory last like I want to say June. And I was talking to one of the cut men. His name is Tate in the UFC. And we're talking. He's like, who is your... What's a cut man? I'm sorry. We're trying to learn. A cut man in the UFC is the guy that puts the Vaseline on there or in between rounds gets in to make sure if you have any cuts, they they put the Vaseline inside your cut. They make the stop the bleeding. They put the ice pack on your face. It's the guy in the black, uh, you know, shirt that says cut man. And he's working on you while your coach is talking. So that that is his role. He's the dopest, like... Cut man, you can have. He's funny. He's cool. And we always talk trash whenever our fighters are getting hand wrapped or whenever I'm getting hand wrapped. He's always wrapping my hands um, if he's there. And so him and I were talking. And I told him this year, he's like, Who do you got going to the Super Bowl? And this is in July. And I said, The 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I told him, I, I like, I went through the whole reasoning why I have it. But one of the reasonings why I said... We should put money on that. Why I said the 49ers and the Chiefs is because in 2020, when we did win it, everything went to shit. Like, everything went crazy, right? 
I'm telling you, we had Kobe that passed oh. right after. <laughs> we had the pandemic. The fucking world just... You know, the, the, the world, like, kind of just went and just went to shit. Agreed. It wasn't right. Right. But then... You know what I mean? Like now it's about to restart and it's about to start back over. We're going to win it. And the world is going to go back to normal. You're like freaky Friday. The the black (laughs) hole is going to close. It's going to close. Chiefs and 49ers play again. And all of a sudden everything's back to normal. Yeah. We're all going to go back to 2019. Jimmy Garoppolo is pretty bad. I don't know if he's going to be able to explain your reasoning behind choosing the 49ers, please. Okay. 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 Stop here. You were all banking on who for the 49ers. Stop here right now. Stop here right now. Who has gone in the Super Bowl? Who has gone to the Super Bowl in the past five years out of the team that have that are playing this week? Both the Chiefs, I mean the 49ers and the Rams. The Rams lost to the Patriots. That's true. All right. And who always comes in clutch when everyone says that they're not gonna fucking win? The Chiefs. Outside of that. Outside of that. Who else? You you want us to say the 49ers because you know for a fact, dude. <laughs> but they, they lost to the fucking Chiefs. But they, they didn't come it, in it clutch. But no, it's not that <laughs> they weren't supposed to be there. They're Agreed. not supposed to win. They're the underdogs. They weren't supposed to win this past Yo, weekend. Sure. Oh, Julian, I I love you, but have you looked at the Rams roster? It doesn't matter. They are bro. Loaded. Have you looked at the Brooklyn Nets roster? How they were supposed to be this fucking dream team, and then all of a sudden, to Kyle's point, boom. To Kyle, what Kyle's saying right now. Kyle, you know that the 49ers beat the Rams fucking twice. I, I, yeah, I was about to say that. Already and also, this you season. Know this, you know this too. Check this out. If they're <laughs> so on. undefeated, if they're so awesome, how the fuck did Tom Brady go from three points in the Listen, first half guys. to fucking tying it up? Tom Brady didn't lose that. The we're defense not, We're not going to talk about this year's stats and season because the 49ers lost to the Jets this season. Yeah, but look where they're at right now. The fucking Jets. <laughs> if I were to if I were to sat there and tell you this three weeks ago, four weeks ago, oh yeah, the uh the 49ers are gonna be playing for the championship, you would be like, you're a fucking idiot. You're gonna be like, oh they're gonna be in the play- they're not making it to the playoffs. There's I no had Green way. Bay going, which exactly. don't bet on Aaron Rodgers. Rogers, yeah. God dang it. It's not Aaron Rodgers, it's it's Aaron Rodgers' team. They don't but put anybody there for hold, him. Hold on. He scored 13 points. No, he scored 10, 10 points. Yeah, 10. Listen, you're you're the MVP quarterback. You, you don't think that if, if you put Mahomes on Green Bay, he scores more than 10 points in that game? Man, it's not that. It's like, who is he throwing it to? Devontae Adams, like the best receiver in the NFL. And then who else? Who else? First ballot Hall of Famer. Who else? When everybody knows you have to fucking guard him. I agree. You know what I mean? Aaron Where if you Jones. Look at, look at this. Look at this whole situation with... Um, Hold Tom on. Brady had three points but last he, week, three points in the first half, and then he started finding his receivers, multiple receivers, and got it up to 27-27, which he did not lose that game. His defense lost the game that gave up the field goal. We were in the same position as Kansas City Chiefs were because we had a little bit of time on there. They ran the ball down super fast and got the field goal. They, they didn't go for overtime. They went for the win. But you're telling me Tom Brady... Got it to make a tie. Yeah, I mean, right Rams before. tried to give that that game away. They had four turnovers. I Come mean, they, they tried to just and you're give telling the game me, away. You're telling me, you're telling me that you don't see a hole in their game right there to where oh, the, yeah. the Niners can sit there and, and surprise them. 
Yeah, you you commit four turnovers, it doesn't matter who you are, you're gonna lose typically. Bro, so I I I honestly with that game, I'm kind of like that's a coin flip. It's to a me. coin flip. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying the hard to beat anybody three times. The Rams but it can are be way done. more talented in every position. You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. But sometimes that talent doesn't help out. Man. That's true. You gotta have some chemistry. Hey, and also to to the point about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Mahomes throws touchdown passes to Byron Pringle all the time, which he's a pretty good receiver. But I mean, he's also not Travis Kelsey. He's, but also, he's but also, fourth on our list. Yeah. But also, wait, wait, wait. You're telling me we're, we're talking about Rodgers has one really solid receiver that you can go to. I, I know mean, all the time. he has a Hall of Fame and receiver. Then we have yeah. fucking Travis Kelsey that can run around. We have Harden that can run around. We have Hill that can run around. We have Pringle that can run around. And then you're telling me that's four fucking people that can catch and run, and you're gonna tell me that like, I'm saying you including he, you including McCole Hardman and Byron Pringle is the same as us including Valdez Scantling. Yeah, I was about nah, to say. Nah, because yeah, yeah. no, nah. Like, I can show you the receiving yards are about the same. Pringle made Pringle made some good. Or, uh, the only good the good only thing games. that I would give you Pringle's on that good. is that it's just, good. Kelsey Kelsey's kind of the X factor in that because he sucks up. Basically, if you have. Tyreek and Kelsey on the same, you're going to, those guys, you have to cover those guys, which is going to leave somebody else open. Absolutely. Typically. Yeah. You got but, an intermediate route guy and you got a long, you know, yeah. obviously a burner around. Like we're talking know. about what happens when you stop Debo, who gets the ball? The running backs. Who gets the ball? If you try to stop Debo, uh, what's his name? George Kittle. Kittle. Yep. Kittle. Yep. And if you try to stop Kittle, who gets the ball? Debo. Debo. Yeah, but then you got Garoppolo trying to get it to him, so that's the problem. <laughs> hey, that's but why he they're going to lose. Done. He gets it done. He, he it does done. as much he, as he tries we'll to give to it away. We'll have to this conversation. Whoever gives the ball away the most is going to lose. We will, and if it comes down to it and your guy has to come in, maybe he steps up and clutches up because you yeah. were banking on before the beginning of the season the 49ers and Trey I did, Lance. I did. Trey Lance, Nance dude. That's or Nance. Nance or Lance, whatever. His he's last great. Name. Yeah, he's going to start next year. That's I why he said the 49ers savage. are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think mean, he's just savage. That kid is. They compare him to Mahomes tough. all the time. Yeah, we'll no, he's very athletic. That kid can play. Mm-hmm. And, dude, Garoppolo, man, he just somehow that dude fucking wins. He finds a way. Yeah, yeah. He's got an and you can't unbelievable shit on record. him. You can say he's terrible or whatever. That dude finds well, a Well, I mean, way. if you're in the NFL and you're a starting quarterback, you're already better than 99.999% of all quarterbacks to play. But this uh-huh. dude's always getting, like, he's always there. But when you're comparing to somebody like Mahomes or <laughs> well, you think like Alex, Matthew Stafford. I think Garoppolo and Alex Smith are a really good comparison. They obviously both played for the 49ers. They're both great game managers. Mm. You know, they're not known for their passing records by any means Alex Smith had a great last year but hey, he I was, agree he was dropping I'm bombs. saying like I'm saying like for the most part of his career you know that's where he was at you know he was just like a really good game manager he threw the ball accurately never turned the ball over but Jimmy G's been th- turning the ball over and he also played for the 49ers you know what's awesome. crazy though is Jimmy G turns the ball over but guess what he does that some people don't like some of these quarterbacks don't overthrows people in the end zone no. to lose the Super Bowl. No, he fucking wins. <laughs> he fucking wins, man. He finds a way to win. Unless it's the Super Bowl and he overthrows a receiver. I'm okay, that's okay. And it was awesome. We were there for that, and it was the best thing ever because we were terrified. Two shitheads sitting in front of us—a dad and his son, probably you know, I two was, 49er they're fans just talking shit. And then as soon Turn as we around, came back, I was, oh. They were, they were, they were literally giving us the evil eye after some 49er scores, man. It was tough at the Super Bowl. Like if you, if you, if anybody here listening has done like the Arrowhead experience where, you know, you stand the whole game, you're rowdy as hell, you cheer the whole time. 
And when you go to the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is very different and you feel terrible because people around you, like, you know how much those tickets cost. And so it's like, we were standing the whole game and people behind us were sitting. We felt like dicks, like, like guys, we're going to, we just, we just came all this way for this game. I'm not going to like sit back yeah, and I relax. Care. I was just like, fuck off, dude. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, we're, we're here to be intense and we're here to root on our team. Like this for is a lifelong years, dream. I watched the chiefs suck. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to like sit down and be relaxed. Like oh, if you're yeah. doing that, you're not a real fan of my, and our heads We're like, dude, get over it and stand up. The but. Super Bowl is like, uh, it's full of a lot of people that I don't even know if they're super big fans. After going there, it's like people go for the experience more than they go. You know, like if you, there's there's tons of people out there that are like, we're going to go to the Super Bowl, but I'm not even a fan of the, the team that's there. You know, no, you just kind of pick that. out a team. Yeah, they have enough, you know, they have the right Kind of like people that just whatever. go to bars. They just go to the bars for the experience. They don't care. They, they don't, don't even they care. Don't care what's going on. They just want the alcohol. We're just and here just to celebrate. Find some random strange out there. That's literally what it is. The Super Bowl is the same way because I'll tell you this right now and this is like no disrespect but uh it could be disrespectful i don't think all these i don't think we can have fill up kansas city fans i don't think they have the money to to pay for those super bowl tickets sure and how expensive they are there are a select few and a good percentage but dude those super bowl tickets are freaking ridiculous and we got ours free that, you got your street. Who did you blow? Uh, well, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you well, both fucking froze that one up. Tell? Yeah, no. Jeff is uh, is an expert at, at finagling things from people. That's my my term for it is finagling things. But we advertise on the radio, and uh, Jeff got on the on the phone with our radio DJ or not our DJs, our radio reps, and was like, "Hey, uh, you know, we want to go to the Super Bowl. I know you guys got tickets, and we spend a bunch of money with you. Can you make that happen?" Oh, well, it was a promise to spend a lot more money with them in the coming well, years. But first of all, we were going to do I, that anyway. We were going to do it anyway. Because we were, because we, we needed we'd to. already uh, opened more stores. So we needed more advertising as it was. And but so they gave us free, uh, free hotel, free airfare and two free tickets. Went and saw a Jack, a Zach Brown band. And we got free. Zach Brown, yeah. It was unbelievable. Dude. So unbelievable. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, a Royal fuck you <laughs> to ev- from every single person that was sitting there on fucking call <laughs> sitting there. Oh, I'm going to get with KRW and fucking get KRBZ, dude. KRBZ fucking. Yeah. Well, way, I didn't even think about it, but Jeff was like, he, as soon as we got in the Super Bowl, he's like, our radio station's going to have tickets. I know they're going to have tickets. And he hit them up and they're like yeah we could probably do that dude you, you <laughs> but finagling but hey 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 no 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 no, no, no hold on. i'm with it hold on. I'm let, with me, you listen let to me the- let me explain this even more because they came back and they were like okay we'll give you tickets we also have tickets to, to a concert the night before and jeff was just like yeah but uh we're gonna need you to pay for those flights too. Can you pay for the flights? And they were like, <laughs> and, oh. and the hotel, and the hotel. Yes. And it's I not was, an all expenses paid trip. Jeff, it's Jeff, a tickets Jeff, paid expenses Jeff trip. Jeff was like, listen, man. I mean, it's cool that we got those tickets, but they're paying for the hotel and they're paying for the flights. You know what the hotel was though? Because this is how bad the Super Bowl is. Oh, it's gross. We paid. We paid. Well, I we mean, didn't say yeah, but the, the price of a Super Bowl um, hotel was seven hundred and thirty dollars for like a classic just. Holiday Inn Express, right? Like it wasn't bad. It wasn't good, but it, it was, was just right. And it was 45 minutes away from the stadium Oish. and it was 730 bucks a night. And we stayed for, I think hey, three it was nights. on the beach, dude. Yeah, yeah, they, nice. said, they said it was on the beach, and then it was like, uh, kind of. Well, I mean, you could see the beach. Yeah, yeah, you could see it. Look, it was just, look, look, it was just whoa, not whoa, a nice whoa, place. Bud. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Right now, I hear someone bitching about free. See, no, Beggars hold on. Can't no, no, be no. Hold on, hold on. This is why. This is how we got those because I was like pumped that we got the tickets, and Jeff's like, "No, we need flights down there." 
at the time we didn't have much money <laughs> and and uh he was just like no dude that's not okay we need flights down there too because i knew I was, the flight I, was gonna be point, expensive as fuck at this point i'm like i can't even believe that you're gonna go back and ask for that dude and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna expect it <laughs> i'm like okay Dude, that's it, one of those things where when it comes to radio, we we, we don't pay like a little bit. Like you pay you pay enough. I'm a, I get hundreds it. of thousands of dollars. I get it. Hundreds I, of thousands. Dude, I get it for sure. But like, so give us twelve. I pay. I pay with <laughs> for free <laughs> with flights. I pay with time to listen to that radio to call in, and you literally just fucked me out of that phone call. Yeah. Uh, that's true. So? He's he's equating because you, you taking the you tickets. Legitimately, <laughs> you, le- you legitimately, they were planning on giving that out to somebody to <laughs> no, call they were in. not. They were planning yeah. on making a $90,000 hey, hey, contract call in with today it. And you <laughs> could get free expenses paid for to go to the Super Bowl. They never did that. And like they could have. They <laughs> could have. That's what they do for like, one. if they want to give you like a, you know, a free drink at like a fucking power and light. Fun They're, fact, my brother did win <laughs> Sleepy Hollow tickets from the radio, 98.9 The Rock. And he won. You remember when Sleepy Hollow came out? Oh, Johnny Depp. Like, classic. Fucking old school movie. Like, yeah. Sleepy Depp. Hollow. No. Oh, man. Yeah. It, was it, was, so bad. it was with Johnny yeah, Depp. It was with Johnny Depp. No, no, no. Headless it was Horseman. Called, Headless Horseman. Yeah. Dude, but it was called Sleepy Hollow. It was awesome. Sleepy Hollow. Terrible fucking movie. But yeah, oh, still interesting. I loved it. Yeah, and uh, he got he got it on Man, the radio. They need to remake that. And no, if, if in that time, if Sleepy Hollow was popular, and like people like was like all about that movie and thought it'd be awesome, he would have fucking finagled me out of those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Jeff, you would have taken them. Fuck, dude, I would have gone with you. What are you talking about? No, it would have been your idea. It would have been my idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you're going to tell me this. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to get on the parade. You're going to finagle us some Super Bowl tickets. And then, uh, well, Mana's the, gonna the call Super Bowl out. happen first and then the parade. Yeah. Well, I'm just going through the whole podcast the right now, trying to figure out where we're at right now. <laughs> yeah. What else can you finagle for me? Uh, I mean, pretty much nothing besides I, I, I did get you here, get you on this podcast. Do you think we Ma- can get, yeah, that Ma- is true, but that was like a friendship. There was no are you gonna fi- Are you going to finagle us finagle- away to disc golf with these, these grand champions you're talking is, about? Is, you, you're trying to play? Dude, I'm trying to win. You're trying to play? Dude, get out of here with your little fucking, I'm hey, trying to win. Hey, Julian and I uh, go disc golfing from time to time, and I dominate them. Oh, literally, fuck off. Dominate them. Fuck off. <laughs> we're, we're one, one, and a fucking, in like three draws. He he, I, love, he, he loves and we do the And we do the shootout. We do a shootout. We do a shootout every time at the end, and it's like, who gets closer to the basket wins. And it's like, all right, there we go. I and, can outdrive him, and he outputs me every time. Yeah. We're together. We're pretty good. If we were just one guy together, we just <laughs> a liar when good. it comes to like athletic stuff. He, he always tells people that he beat me. He used to beat me when we played racquetball every day. I never have told a soul that I beat Kyle in racquetball. And we even have it on story on this podcast where I said I never won. Okay, good. All Not right. one time. Well, then he's probably telling the truth. <laughs> when it comes to racquetball, dude, it's just a fun sport to play, by the way, which just like pickleball. Cause I know Julian gets down on pickleball. Dude. Oh, Mom, he doesn't believe that I'm good at fucking pickleball. I'm like, dude, I believe he's good. Bro, he's oh, all talking oh, shit. Bust Bro, he's Mono's talking do, shit. Should we do you, duels? You need to stop. Should we two on two it? Mono was like, oh, you don't you don't do this? I was like, dude, I have won trophies. And he's like, no, you didn't. Bro, I had to show him a show picture. Show him the trophies. He, did. He, had, he showed me a picture. I was like, bro, I have. Uh, they get, uh, Michelob Ultra gave me paddles and I had a fucking medallion. You know, like. I have a medallion. Fucking, they gave you a medallion. <laughs> Yeah, they gave you like this like fucking double dragon. It wasn't even, yeah, dude, straight up. It wasn't even like a uh 
It wasn't even like a pennant or it wasn't even a, a, a medal. It was a fucking medallion. I'm like, what some the like old sensei guy like, comes out of the crowd and gives it to you. Yeah, it was like, what takes the like fuck? a brown, like old piece of material. Some Dude, shit, I was like, what is unravels this? it, passes it to you. It's like has like a glow to it. It's probably a thousand years old. Dude, it's fucking. It was disgusting. It was a Michelob Ultra. They like put it together. And it was like, <laughs> I just love it. It wasn't a medal. It was a medallion. It was a fucking medallion. <laughs> you know. I feel like if it's a medallion, it's got to have some like jewels in it <laughs> or something. I was like some mystical, like they tried. It had so like, like Lord of the Rings. This thing, thing <laughs> this thing legitimately, it like, obviously it's an oval and like they had fake shit all on it to make it stand out. It was like Michelob Ultra and it had like cool, like little stars and all this extra shit. It's like, this isn't a fucking like. This isn't something that you give out to like a kid that just won first place in like wrestling. This is something you give to someone like you went to party like America and you bought like some theme, some like ancient theme. You're like, oh, let me put this and let me slap on Michelob Ultra. It's a fucking medallion. It's not a trophy. It's not a medal. It's a you have a picture of that we can put up for the podcast. Uh, It's on. uh, It's on my Instagram. So is uh, is pickleball big in Houston where you're from? What what gives you this confidence? I've actually never played it. You just don't think Julian's very athletic. Yeah, I doubt him in a lot of things. (laughs) Uh, When we sparred, when we grappled, bowling, a lot of things. What uh, happened? We're not going to talk about that on podcast. Okay. but, about but, after, but, but um, did did you were you not amazed? I surprised. surprised. You were amazed. Not amazed. Surprised. You were amazed. But, um, <laughs> are we talking about bowling or are we talking about sparring? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Ping pong. He surprises me. Yeah. How's your ping pong game? Because it's clearly just like big old ping pong. Yeah. That's pickleball. Okay. okay. Yeah, but you don't have to be as fast. No. No, man. You can play pickleball until you're like eighty. I see that at Lifetime. Those dudes get down. Old old cats wearing bands, everything. I'm Respect. Like, That's going to be me. Dude, I'm, I mean, it's crazy uh, out south in Kansas City. Like, it's a culture. Is it? People legitimately, like, pickleball courts, like, fill up fast. Like, you got to reserve weight. That's crazy. Have, Kansas City has the number, uh, number one or number two player in the world that lives here. Dude. I didn't know there was rankings, to be honest. Oh, no, no, no. And he, <laughs> you, you get the rankings when you get the medallion, they tell you. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> he was there. He was Julian there, got man. pushed down to number yeah. 10 whenever oh, that guy got ranked. He's he's a fucking savage. What's his name? Like, I, dude, I can't even think of it off the top it's of my head. It's got to be something cool like Trip uh, McNeely. Dude, if you look at him, he's like, he's just like <laughs> a normal, yeah, he's like a normal dude. And, uh, you know, I was talking to Franklin Pickleball. Um, because like Franklin Sports, yeah, Franklin, so, obviously number one ping pong paddle company in the country. Yeah, there you go, there it is. You see that fucking shitty medallion, <laughs> dude? I thought it would be like on some like leather twine. Oh, I didn't think it'd it's be on a shitty dog. It's kind of small, Julian. bro. That's a, that's just a metal. It's kind of small. Man. You had her hearts. You had her hearts really swelling on a medallion. Yeah. It's yeah. a metal. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it's a fucking medallion. Is it always that small? <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Hey, it's Here not the go. it's not the size of the torpedo. It's the impact that counts. And I'm number one. Fuck you, Mike. Drop, <laughs> Mike. Drop. Uh, Please don't drop it. But yeah, I'm not gonna drop it. Um, no. So so I was talking to them, and like I ended up going out to this like uh, this Franklin HQ, deal. and so uh, they're like, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll have him out there as well. And uh, I was like, cool. So I met the dude, and he he's a, a shorter guy, probably about five six to five eight, and everyone's all sitting there like, oh yeah, dude, this dude's fucking phenomenal. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I'm watching these pros, these actual pros play. And these guys, like when you're watching it, it's almost like a fast paced tennis. Like you're like, holy shit. I've never seen pickleball being played this quick, this fast. You see these guys making the turns, everything. And, uh, it was insane. And I'm watching them and 
they finally like first point scored. And literally, I swear to you, it was probably about. I don't know, 90 seconds of them going back and forth. The volleys are just Dude, like super it was, long. It was yeah. insane. Like these games were long. Sounds so impressive. I'm sitting there like, holy shit. So I, I want to talk to him. I was like, hey man, how long you been playing? This, that, and the other. And the guy's telling me his, his time. And then he goes, uh, I was like, and so like, what ranking are you in the world? And he goes, oh man, like, he goes, I'm not even ranked in the world. I was like, so how do you fare up with that guy? You know? And he goes, oh man, I, I wouldn't even score a point. I said, what? You wouldn't even score a point? Bro, you just won the fucking tournament we're at, and you wouldn't even score a point on him. He's like, no, man, he's he's just that good. I'm like, what do you mean? How yeah, are I you gotta not, see this? Yeah. You're a fucking expert, and you can't even score a point on him. Like that, I've never. Oh boy, so did you watch? So did you watch this guy that's number one? Did you watch him play? I, at all? I, I have not watched him play at all or man. nothing. But everyone there at the deal, like I would ask them questions, and it was just a conversation starter. And this guy is like, they're all talking him, like, dude, he's fucking good. Like they, they have like ranking numbers as well, and I and I don't know exactly. I think it's a, it's like your handicap or it goes up your your number and like oh you're a four, you're a five, um, and it goes to five. I feel like pickleball like, at that level would be more interesting if you had to like chug six beers before you played. You dude, know, just you like a chicken and pickle. Pickleball, yeah. no, it, it probably is. But dude, if you watch. Like when you watch these intense matches, it's the same thing as if you watch any ping like pong, where you're like, "Wow, how are those guys?" You're just making ping pong. You're interested. Even see the ball. Yeah, yeah if, if yeah, that's very P- true. Apparently, Mahomes is also phenomenal at, at yeah. ping pong. That's his thing. Yeah. What can he do? Oh, dude, I watched some BB like and pickleball, uh, motherfucker. There was some Swear kind of, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's this doc, or I don't know, some kind of like show or whatever. Just they, they talked to like all of his like buddies growing up, and they were all just like, "Yeah, dude, he was just that dude growing up all the time." Like. They were like, if it was, you know, ping pong or golf or like four square and like he was just killing everybody and everything. And so I'm like, oh, man, we all had that kid in our school. I got a buddy, Cole Waddell. It's like that. Yeah. Beats us and everything. Picks up, picks up anything and like give him like, you know, two tries at it. And now he's better than everybody, you know. Sounds like that dude decided pickleball was the route he needed to take, but he probably was good at everything. (laughs) But he he knew he was going to blossom. When it came to pickleball the most. You know, pickleball just came out of nowhere, though. Like, honestly, no one really was, like, talking about pickleball until chicken and pickle popped Dude, I up. did middle school pickleball. Like, like as in, like, it was, like, an elective. They had, and I never play, I never saw it or played it again. So, you're right, like, 20 years past. Middle, middle, you had middle school pickleball? We Jesus, did. Jesus, that's yeah. crazy. I didn't even... I didn't even know pickleball was a thing. Like, badminton was my biggest shit-talking thing. Oh, yeah. You love a shuttlecock. Yeah, yeah. dude, for sure. Any, I, any <laughs> chance for a, a, you know, a prepubescent kid to say cock? Dude, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would tell people. Dear Lord, I said shuttlecock every day about 100 times yeah, when like, playing badminton. <laughs> yeah, as many times as you can say it. Yeah. I was, uh, when people would ask me, like, I go to fights, and they would, like, talk to me, and they'll ask, like, oh, why is everyone taking photos with you? Because, you know, I'm, like, known but not really known right. so like, why is everyone oh it's like oh i'm uh, a shuttlecock champion i went to the olympics and i, I took gold back to back you've years. seen that kc giant shuttlecock Yo, at the nelson atkins art museum it's, it's so me. funny it's so funny because <laughs> like no one can like battle you on it and i did it on live like on uh interview um for the ufc they're like oh you know what do you do and i was like well i went to the olympics for a shuttlecock and they're like what's shuttlecock badminton i'm a badminton champion you know i gave it up as a kid and it was a fun time but you know that's what really propelled my career in MMA. And they're like, how does that help you? I got you? these quick hands, man. What how you? does that help you? And I'm like, well, if you never played, then you don't know. And I just leave it at that and we'll go on to the thing. <laughs> and there, there's interviews of just me leave talking. It, just leave it awkward. It's so fucking hilarious. Like, everyone does interviews, 
like the same. It doesn't matter how'd you start. Well, this, that, and the other. How did this? You handle the fucking interview. I'm letting you know yeah, right now. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm learning from you. I'm letting the you know. the time I've been here. Bro, like, I, I had no idea or to think anything to think about a Valentine's. And bro, I handle all the, the day before, man. It's too perfect. Oh, Two days yeah, before. Dude, you're taking my, it's my, dude, it's my blueprint. Okay. I literally put that into use. And, like, you have to do it. Like, it's it's just perfect. And it doesn't matter who you call out with, if they're married or not. It's not about that it's about them getting the interaction if you can get the interaction you just need her to engage back yes that's it and she will she will or someone will like everybody's gonna tag her in that oh yeah you and you can't ignore it like when you see espn when you see sports center posting a, a video or your like photo and then they put it on there like she has to answer because that is marketing 101 her her agents, everything, they're going to want that to happen. And even then, man, like, bro, come We're on. We're calling the shot right now. Yeah, we are. Megan, sure. Megan the Stallion, it's going down. That's your Valentine. Don't be a pussy either. Like, I'm not. But if I think someone else, can I? I mean, yeah, you can, you, could, you can sway that way, but you have to make sure. It, it's even better that it's Megan the Stallion because she is from Houston. That's but, what I mean. It's got to be with her being hometown and you being hometown, and it's in Houston, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, dude! Like, how are you? It's just, it's just <sighs> perfect. I mean, it's the fight's in Houston, isn't it? Yes. So I mean, like, dude, what are we doing? It's just, Facts. it's got, it's got to be Megan. Who else are you gonna call out? You look. It sounds there's like this, you got uh, someone in your pocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's this IG model, Chantel Jeffries. Bro, no one she knows who the fuck she is though. Chantel, Chantel Jeffries. Chantel Jeffries. People know she's definitely famous. But what I'm saying is. She ain't Thank Megan you. the Stallion. She's sure. not Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion, our moms know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hot girl. Exactly. I'm, she she's hot girl uh, summer. All right, hear me out. Hear myself. Joe Rogan on the mic. All right, Bob. Yeah, um, you know Valentine's Day is coming up, Joe. I, I need a um a Valentine. So Meg, I hear you're a hot girl. I'm a hot boy. What's up? <laughs> I love it. I'm no, because it. she's always like a hey, uh, real hot girl. Shit, blah blah blah. The beginning of her song. You're a hot girl. I'm a hot. But you boy. gotta What's say. I love it. You you say Meg, right? Instead of Megan the Stallion, but you do that after you say Megan the Stallion once, bro. You okay. have to because everybody needs to know who you're talking about. I'm a rare, so they can all jump on and, bro, and comment. You shit. have to sit there and Joe Rogan's. This is how it's going to play out. Listen, and you guys can quote this podcast when you're ready. Joe's going to sit there and say some sort of term about how the fight went down. You guys were Obviously. going back and forth. You're doing this like. Tell me how you're feeling right now. You're on your second victory in the UFC octagon. You go in there, you give them your basic answer, whatever it is. The next one, he's like, oh, look at this movement. This right here was a movement that predicted the fight and changed the outcome right here. Can you walk us through this? And then, you know, you're going to sit there and do that. You're going to ignore it. What's <laughs> next? No, he's going to sit there. He's like, all right, Mana, you know, what do you see next? Who do you want next? I'm like, look, you have to just say, there look, go. listen to me. Straight face him. I'm telling you this right now. This is my time. You get, uh, That's what I said. This is my time to shine. It's like it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Megan the Stallion. I'm from Houston. You're from Houston. How about you be my boo for Valentine's? Boom. And she sits there and she's like, oh, yeah. You could say hot boy shit. I whatever. like the hot boy thing. Yeah, yeah, man. She's a hot girl, bro. Speaker, she la- speaker language. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, dude, if you like that is because it's not even about your interview, your interview. If you do it like everyone else, it's going to suck and you're going to be forgotten. Facts. You really will. Cause I can tell you this right now. When's the, have you watched any of the interviews? Have you watched mm-hmm. any of the fights? When's the last time you watched a fight? 
Last weekend? Last weekend. Do you remember what uh, Gon said? None of them. Do you remember what Nagano said? No. Do you remember Vanessa Delopoulos or whatever yes. it is? What did she do? Jumped up on Joe Rogan's arms. Oh, shit. I don't know if y'all watch prelims, but yeah, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. She, she jumped up on there, but and Joe was it didn't there. matter about the act. It didn't matter about what she said. She also said that she was like, I quit stripping six weeks prior to my debut to make sure to have that. So she was a stripper. She jumps on Joe Rogan's arms. No one's ever done that. And then jumps into his arms. Yeah, jumps into his arms. He holds her, he holds her up. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there with her arms up and, and oh, Joe's like, dude. and Vanessa like saying goodbye. And he's like walking her over to the corner and like, dr- like going to like give it to her coach. Like, yeah. take this. You know, that's <laughs> literally what it looked like. Yeah. But that stuck with me. I don't remember anyone's post fight interview after that. Right. Because they're so basic, boring. They're all the, the same. same. Yeah. And you and, and like to, to your credit, you actually get to be on the other side of the mic because when you're doing, uh, you know, you're like announcing FAC events, you get to do the post fight interviews. Yeah. So you actually know what they're going to ask you. Dude, I tell these guys like, oh, my gosh, I tell all the people that I interview if I have to interview them prior to it. I know who I'm going to interview and I go to them. And if there are guys before I get the mic, I move it away from my face and I grab them like, hey say this and I'll give him what to say. I was like, I'm going to ask you three questions in the middle of my question. I need you to grab the mic from me and say this, say these words. Every time my teammates have grabbed the mic for me, they have fucked up royally. What I I was just like, what are you doing? There's only one Julian, Julian. It really is. There's only one me, but there's only, Someone actually said that the other day. It was like, you're the only person I know on Instagram where nothing makes sense, yet it all makes sense. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? He goes, anything you post does not match up. If you look at other people's Instagrams, you can go to it and you'll understand, hey, this is what he posts. This is the content style that this person posts. Like on the stories, when you know your friends on stories and you click the story, like, oh, this person's going to be working out. Oh, this person's going to be in the club. Sure. This person. They all have an identity. And they're all, they're all like, we don't know what the hell you're going to post. We don't know if you're going to post a naked photo or we're going to, you're going to post a a dancing video or, or you'll get a new ball trimmer, ball hair trimmer for my scrotum sack. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's just like, no one knows. And that. Yesterday he got a new ball hair trimmer. I saw that. Uh, does it Scrot- work? <laughs> well, For my scrotum sack. Uh, it said scrotum sack. <laughs> I know, but it's just more funny to say <laughs> scrot- scrotum sack. <laughs> that's a good I'd, little tag. Yeah, that that that's something I'd be interested in investing in because if you, it only takes one clip to be like, well, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, right? no, for sure. They, and like, I feel like every grown man has been there yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah. It's been the worst. So yeah. like a half day of bleeding that doesn't stop. That's right. It's a. It's definitely the, this trimmer has like guards and everything on it. I was like, oh, this is cool. It has like this. It's not a. Uh, it, it's real weird because like you know most trimmers yeah. are like horizontal. Mm-hmm. You know, well this one's like vertical. Huh? It's like almost like a like a, a like eyebrow trimmer type oh, yeah, deal. Yeah, like you do. And I like, get you. Okay. And I don't. I, I was like, this doesn't make fucking sense to me. I'm agreeing. Well, like, why that, would it be all, vertical? We've all been attacked. If you're in this age group, uh, by like the lawnmower 4.0 or 3.0 or 2.0. Is uh, that the the manscaped? manscaped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, and they, they talk about you know how amazing this trimmer is. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like I've had a wall. Or a Norelco, like my whole life, beard trimmer, whatever trimmer you want to call it. Just, it's a do it all, right? And you're like, 
how could this be so much better? Like, why is your guard oh, better you, than this guard? Because you have like removable fucking clippers tops. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can, you can Which, recycle. Like, but like, I'm saying like the Norelco ones have those. So what is this lawnmower got in it that's like anti-Nick or whatever? It you know doesn't. what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't. But it's 90 fucking dollars. But that's what I know. People buy it. People buy it because they think it's good. Yeah, you know, a good. Some, I will say this: a good really trimmer, good a good trimmer, goes a long way. Like for my beard, I would buy like just shitty wall, like the nineteen dollar shitty right. wall from TJ Maxx, special, yeah, just terrible. Yeah. And like I would try to trim my beard up, and then like it just wouldn't work. And so, I'm what like, do you Fuck. use now? Let's. Who are we endorsing today? I actually uh, do not know. I, I went to Costco and I bought this like hundred and eighty dollar trimmer. I was like. Fuck this. I'm buying a good trimmer that's going to last for a long time. Bro, it's like the I, greatest I did, thing in the world. I did the exact same thing. I got mine from Costco. It's a Phillips Norelco, but it's like all stainless steel. Yeah. That thing is like the blade. How much like is sharp, that? It sharpens itself as oh, you use shit. it. Um, I paid like 60 bucks for it, but it's like Actually, literally just the just the trimmer itself. Yeah, I have, you know a, what I mean? I have but a whole setup. But yeah, it comes with all the clips and all that shit yeah, too. Yeah, I think know? we have the same one, but is mine it, also has a, a deal where I could put it in the... I could put it inside of this like contraption that once you start it, it cleans the trimmer, right, and everything like does that. Does yours have a? Does yours have um like a like guards for body and guards yeah, no, for no. beard? We you have we have the same fucking yeah, one. That thing's dope. But mine just has a giant like cleaning self cleaning kit that comes with it. I don't know. It even get that, came. So. It even came with this like uh, this solution that you have to put at the bottom of this contraption nice that you put this in and every time i use it it's is it's, it also like a face fit razor yeah it's a face you know and everything. yeah oh okay that's dope it's fucking it's, mine's it's a straight amazing. beard trimmer only it doesn't mine like, has mine has all the cool utensils on it that's it's 180 fucking bucks dude better be worth it like, it's worth it and then i pay you know Seventy dollars to get my haircut and beard trim, so it's like yeah. But now you got a ballsy trimmer, so you're gonna swap it out. I'm gonna see what the ballsy trimmer is like. I'm gonna, I, you know, I really want to record it sometime, like me part, trimming part, my nuts <laughs> and put part, it on OnlyFans. Part, don't do part that. Three, part three Only of Julian fans. being on here is you giving us a, a solid review on the ballsy, of the of the ballsy uh, ball trimmer, the nut trimmer, the yeah. scrotum sack swiper, <laughs> just <laughs> snip. Like is, is there, that's a good hashtag. We'll use that. But I'm just over here trying to sit there and think like you really can't market out these these trimmers to anyone. Like it's for your nuts. Literally, it is what's called company ballsy. Is. Yeah, for God's called, sakes. You know, and manscaped, same thing. Yeah. And like like how do you take a photo? Like, do I just get a blurred image with my foot up in the air and a fucking yeah. clippers by there and just blur it out? That like, might that might be a good photo for them. Squeaky clean. Yeah. Exactly. You know, just have like, I mean, all of the little squares that are blurred just happen to be like pale white. <clears throat> so you're like, no, nah, there must be no hair there. There must be no hair, pale white. <laughs> just yeah, there's like one red dot though. <laughs> just one little red dot right there. Okay, I got one little nick. No big it's deal. It's all right. I give this one an eight out of ten. Dude, Mana, let's talk about you and fighting though. <laughs> we haven't yeah. done any curveball from the balls. <laughs> yeah, hilarious though. So here's what's up. You uh you had your pro debut uh, as far as UFC. I'm sorry. Um, let's talk about Hold how on. you got first discovered. First of all, do you trim your balls with the balls? Eat? No, I'm just no. <laughs> yeah. First off, what's your preferred trimmer? Right. Yeah. No, I haven't so, gotten one of those. So when it comes to uh, this was like God, was it April of last year? May of last year? I think it's May. May of last year, you were in a um, uh, what's what do you call this? Like a production, right? Fury. Yeah. Was it Fury Forty Six? 
Uh, I want to say. Yeah. 46 or 47. I think it was 46. And, and was Dana at this fight? Mm-hmm. I want to say Dana was at the fight watching you, right? Yeah. And that's where you got your start right there? Uh, No, I actually had my chance about a year prior to that. Let's talk about that. That, yeah. that chance the first time and kind of what went through your mind. Because it sounds like it didn't happen the way you wanted it to. It didn't, man. Uh, it was uh, Dana White looking for a fight. No, Dana White Contender Series. Excuse me. And um, I probably... Uh, underestimated this guy on the ground at least all the film i had watched leading up to that fight was just of him boxing and standing up right and that's where i prefer to have the fight so when i went in there and uh we got down to the ground i was like a little shocked and then next thing you know i'm being woken up by the doctors got put in a triangle choke it's like fuck dude what happened like we're supposed to stand i'm supposed to knock this guy out get my contract right yeah and uh yeah i just underestimated his ground game so uh from that point on, man, I was, I was beat up, broken, and then I just, yeah, you know, well, kind of flipped the switch. You need, you need that. Yeah. You need that in in your career, that little setback. And I remember clear as day when I went to go do the uh, pre-fight interviews. They're like, um, you know, what tragedy or you know what setbacks have you had for this fight? And I couldn't think of anything. I was like, I don't know what motivates me. Just you know, me wanting to win. That's what motivates me. So, right then and there. I don't know if that like set something off, but after I lost that fight, it just made me excel to the next level and I trained my ass off. And then you truly went into like whatever it takes mode, yeah, if you will. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, like, you use, uh, so this is something that's always interested me about fighters. Do you use more of like the harness the darkness mentality? So basically like thinking of negative shit to, to motivate you or do you use more like positive affirmations? No, positive affirmations for sure. You know, like one in a better life for my family, my parents specifically, cause they've done so much for my career and, um, just, you know, my little brother, my sister and, yeah. uh, yeah, no negative. No I see, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, you know, what you like to post is, you know, not lucky, I'm blessed. And I think that, you know, goes to show you with that positive, you know, affirmation. It goes with that really well. So is your whole family going to be there next or in a couple of weekends yeah. from now? But yeah, my dad will be in my corner. He's been in my corner since I was four years old. That's training. so awesome. Man. Yeah. 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 So so with those, so with you fighting, obviously you've had a lot of fights in, in Houston over the years, but this will be your first UFC fight in Houston. Um, with your family and the people that have basically supported you along the way being there, does that help to motivate you more or does that put more stress on you or like what's the, what's the mentality? Not at all, man. I know a few interviews prior to this, everybody's like, man, do you feel the pressure? You know, it's Toyota center. You're an underdog. I didn't realize that or know that I was a two to one underdog till about a week or two ago. I was like, I feel the most confident I've ever felt. This is my backyard. I've, fought here since I was 17 years old and only lost twice so it's like Mm -hmm. my odds are really good and nothing's gonna stop me from going out there to get that win for sure dude I'm pumped for you man that's what's uh what's it like you know I I feel like you know we were talking about wrestling before we got on the podcast and and uh you know when I would before a wrestling match I'd always kind of get to the point where it was like you're kind of nervous you feel like you're gonna throw up but like actual fighting is is so much more intense than that you know what i'm saying that the consequences are so much higher in fighting what is the what is the feeling right before you walk into the octagon as far as like you know what do you go through as far as your mentality goes you know do you feel nervous do you feel um you know do you, like we were talking about earlier do you get into the flow state or you know how do you handle the hour before you go into a fight the, the nerves are definitely there i mean Probably can't say the same for, same for Julian. Maybe not. Julian oh, doesn't bro. feel anything. He right. just walks in there and I he's get, just like, let's fucking go. I get nervous <laughs> as fuck. Dude. I get nervous as fuck. 
I almost threw you up. You guys throw the, up before? I almost threw up in the Alvy fight when I was about to fight Sam Alvy. I almost threw up in the back. When I fought Maki, I had no feelings. Ice cold. No you shit. You saw that. In the, the, the Alvy fight, I was. James is like the best fucking corner guy. To like calm you down, you're I, saying? I promise you, he can get in your head. It, dude, I'm telling you, I almost threw up before I walked out to go fight Sam Alvey. Like, I was feeling it in my stomach. I was like, James literally said to uh, my other corner, Vince, was like, I like Nervous Julian. And I was like, I don't fucking, I didn't know this, but I was like, dude, I didn't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling. Have you ever jumped out of a plane? No. Have you ever jumped out of a plane? No. Before you go up in the plane... And I'm just going to try to relate this. If you have ever jumped out of the plane and you're listening to this, before you go up, you have like this anxiety and these nerves of the unknown. Just a huge knot in your stomach. You're just about to jump out. That same feeling is the same feeling I get every time I go to fucking fight. For sure. Oh, my God. And it's just like, the fuck am I doing? Why the fuck am I doing this? Bro, I'm about to get in a fucking fight. Like, I agreed (laughs) to punch somebody (laughs) and allow them to punch me in the face. Like... There's consequences to this shit. And I'm, I, I just a go, pit in your dude, stomach. It's so fucking crazy. That is how I feel before I go out. But the moment I hear my music, the moment I stand in front, like the moment it happens and that music goes on, the other person inside me comes out. Yeah, just, yeah. It's there. Confidence comes it. in immediately. You listen yeah. to music yeah. before you go out? Yeah. 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 I know some people like to listen to like classical or, you know, what kind of music you listen to? Keep you calm. So, um, like throughout the day, I'll listen to, you know, some like not soothing Megan music, the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> right. Imagine just like, you know, some, some calm, soothing, soothing music. And then, uh, once that pre-fight hour or two hits before I'm turning up to some little baby or Kodak or some nice. rapping, some rapping song. I literally nice. just, I just realized dog, you have to walk out to Megan the Stallion. Yeah. That's probably, you get it. Well, in Houston, bro, you don't understand. Like you can walk out. Does she, she <laughs> does she have a street cred of that of like a Paul wall? Right. Or slim thug zero. Slim like, thug or Paul wall truth, is where I would come I mean? out with. That, no, exactly. no, not at all. You guys aren't what works for you might not work for me. True. My music, like, do you or do you not like her? Her music. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's okay. Fair enough. That's so, a no. Anyways, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not putting it on on purpose, but when you not, listen not, to it, you like it. Uh, you I'm know just saying, saying I, I'm way different for sure. But like, mm-hmm. dude, you're in Houston. Like, he doesn't understand this. Like, when I walked out to Winnipeg, was one of the most surreal experiences. And he's about to have this. He's from Houston, right? But so is that Paul is Wall. his hometown. <laughs> He grew up in that. Could you imagine? We, we got it. That's Could why we're saying Paul Wall or Slim Thug because they're from it's Houston. Not even, it's not even about that. It's about the walkout. I'm not talking about the music he's walking out to. I'm talking about the feeling he's about to have walking out. That's not going to hype me up, Julian. No offense. Miley may do it for you. But Bro, I'm talking like, about the the walkout is a, is a real. I big fucking thing love for Houston me. music, by the way. Yeah, like chopped and screwed music is a shit. Yeah, like so. For example, my first fight, as girly as the song is, I walked out to Nicki Minaj. I did yeah. too. I like that moment what? moment for life. But oh, yeah. I'm correlating to what we talked about earlier in that in the uh, song, the lyric, one of her lyrics goes, "No, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed." So it's yeah. like, bro, I felt that. Like, I got to feel the music. This, this is, not, this is Megan or is this Nikki? No, Nikki. Nikki, my Nikki first says fight. that. Yeah. Okay. And, and I always promised myself since I made my amateur debut, I said, mm-hmm. when I make it to the UFC, my debut, I'm going to walk out to that song just because of those lyrics. Like, right. you know, no, I'm not lucky. I'm, I'm with bliss. it. How many, right. I, dude, and that's one of those things where you probably laid in bed at night so many times. Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's your go-to Imagine hashtag. fighting in the yeah. UFC. Yeah. Like, Absolutely, man. Yeah, and a lot of people, 
hyped to claim, oh, he had a lucky shot. Oh, dude, that dude's so lucky. Dude, it's not lucky. Like, I feel like I truly am blessed. And I would that, say earned. But yeah, earn, yeah, earned, earned as <laughs> That's the phrase I would say for you, man. Earned it's as like, well, but... You, but yeah. yeah, if you're if you're earning it and you have the ability to earn, then you're blessed. Yeah. Right. So it's sure. all it all goes together. Yes. Yeah. People only say luck whenever they don't they're in disbelief of your accomplishment and they, you out. They you genuinely them. they genuinely feel like they put as much effort in as you did and somehow the outcome was different for you. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm it makes no sense. Sometimes like, they're just pussies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Very true. <laughs> so what uh as far as like you're, you know, you're in a different fight camp this time around. You're obviously up here in Kansas City fighting out of glory with James Krause. What, um, what do you think the biggest thing that's contributed, you know, that's been different about this fight camp as far as like habits that you have, success habits that you've picked up along the way about this fight camp that you think is going to help you in the fight versus what fights you've had in the past? I think getting out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised in Houston. I did all my fight camps there, and this is the first one where, I spent five, six weeks away from my family, um, away from my friends. That's that's what's really helped me get out here and focus all and the way. Focus for sure. Not You're, saying I wasn't focused back at home, but yeah, just you got your routine there. This you know is, what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you know, every other aspect of your life mm-hmm. is also there. Exactly. So, sometimes you just need to get the fuck away from where you grew up to find true success. You know, like each one of us, he's from St. Louis. He moved out to Las Vegas. You're from Houston. I'm from Wichita originally. Sometimes you just gotta get out of like where you grew up to find like, you know, who can I be? You know, what, what is my potential? You just, you just realize how much you're influenced by your circle, you for know, sure. and no, for there's sure. a little bit of crabs in the bucket, um, mentality. You've heard that phrase before crabs in the bucket, uh, go into it a little so, bit. More. So, so, uh, when a crab tries to get out of the bucket, all the other crabs pull them back uh, down. They, yeah. they don't, they don't let you get out. Mm-hmm. If you so get out, we can't get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, and that's unfortunate, but that's just kind of like how it typically goes people don't like, you know, you reaching for more than they're reaching for your star to be brighter than theirs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They got to, and, and it's like, and everybody, th- a lot of people aren't obviously like, you know, these are your best friends you grew up with. They're not negative. You know, they're not trying no, to be, not at all. they don't even see it as that, yeah. you know, but like when you push for more, that makes them feel uncomfortable about what they want and they have to like say something about it. Yeah. That's, I mean? that's why they say you're lucky. Those are the same people that say you're lucky. It's right. because you broke the norm. And I can tell you this, if it had not been for me, leaving Kansas city to go to live in Vegas, I would not be, or it'd be, I'd have a different path. I'm not saying I wouldn't be successful, but I'd have a different path. And if it was not me leaving Vegas to come back here, I wouldn't be where I'm at as well. So like Kansas city to me, there's so much like distraction. There's so much like you're so used to having that everything that you want at ease when it comes to women, when it comes to partying, when it does that. And like, when you hear like, Oh, so-and-so is having a birthday party this weekend. You're like, well, I can, I can go, you know, and you go there and you realize you're out till three, four in the morning, the next day you have practice and your just priorities start switching to where now that you're in Kansas city from Houston, no one's hitting you up to hang out. No one's uh, like, doing you're not anything. in a bunch of circles. Yeah. You're yeah. hyper focused and you only have one goal in mind. And that's the goal. At, on the 13th or the 12th. Yeah. Yep. You Mana, know? Mana, how did you even get involved with, with, with Glory and James? You know what I'm saying? How did you guys get hooked up in the first place? So after my last fight, um, rest in peace, my coach, week prior to that, he actually passed away. And um, yeah. Let's give him a shout out. What's his name? Coach Saw. Saw Solis. I saw that on your Instagram, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. He passed away. And um, on that flight, once I got back home, I literally got off, um, got onto my phone and, uh, I had a message from a random number and it was James. So he kind of reached out to me 
told me, you know, I had a great fight and um, he basically opened his gym doors to me. And to me, that meant a lot because that's kind of what my coach did for me when I lost my first professional fight. He seen me uh, down, down bad, down sad in the locker room on the couch. And he uh, he's like, hey, I'm Coach Saul, you know, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I would love to have you at my gym anytime. You know, you look good out there. There's a few improvements you can make. And um, if you want to stop by, come by to my gym. So ended up going to his gym, and I felt like James kind of did the same thing. You yeah. know what I mean? He and showed you that he cared before exactly. he wanted you to know how much he knew. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and what – Thinking, thinking back to like, I won that fight and he still told me that, you know, like mm-hmm. you would expect that if, if I lost, you know what I mean? So it's like me winning the fight and him still reaching out. It's like, yo, like this, this would be a good, you know, impactful change for me. Yeah, man. His mindset's phenomenal. For man. sure. Yeah. yeah. You, you think your previous. James co- always make sure you're reaching for more. Oh yeah, for sure. Never satisfied. You, you think your previous coach is the biggest role model you've had in fighting? Like who do you, who do you, who have you looked up to in the past when you first started fighting and who do you look up to now? Um, and maybe aspire to be or, or aspire to have a career like they have. Um, I really don't have any fighters I look up to. I, I, they're I, all human dude right? right exactly well dude i mean i don't want to say that man i'm saying like you're a huge you've been i mean you've been into martial arts at least since you since you had a memory yeah right uh-huh so i mean like you didn't grow up as a fan of any fighters yeah but do i want to be like them now i don't oh, think be so. like them might be a different phrase i'm saying like yeah, yeah. i guess it's, aspire to have a career like them oh. right is different like you don't have to be like them but i'm saying yeah. like I don't know, just a professional that you thought you liked the way they were. As Julian far as likes they, Chuck Norris. Oh, fuck yeah. Biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Steven Seagal? No, I just, what I remember seeing, like, I deep dove your Instagram, uh-huh. and you, like, you know, one a fighter, like, retired. You BJ know, hung Finn. it up. BJ Finn. There you go. And he posted about it. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't post about fighters that you don't, you're not a fan of. Yeah, I love his scrappy style, just going out there and banging. So, fight-wise, yeah, for sure. You know, I want to be memorized with, you know, more belts and now he's all into politics and if you go onto his instagram he's like doing a bunch of weird shit so i'm like i don't want to be like that when i'm older and people think that i'm weird so dude some people (laughs) some people when they get out of like competing at a high level they kind of go off the deep end because they they've lost their purpose they lost their identity that's why a lot of people get into coaching or they stay in the sport in some capacity you know nfl players go to be hard for any athlete to let go if they've been a lifelong athlete exactly exactly especially if you've been to the highest highs the thing about like fighting is that fucking nervousness that you're talking about yeah yeah dude once you're done fighting it's gonna be hard to replicate that ever again a lot of people get like addicted to it i will always find that (laughs) thing is i am with me like i can find that and through anything i can go jump out of a plane i can go swim with sharks i can go you know out to the jungle and and fucking Hike with I obviously would train professionals. Sure, I'm not just gonna sure. do this shit by myself. There's adrenaline rush stuff you know everywhere. I mean? yeah. like, the I, only I difference between those two is that some people get addicted to the the people watching them do it. You know what I'm saying? Like the crowds, oh yeah, the the, the you know? entertainment aspect. Yeah, sure. no, for sure. I, sure, I can see that. But like, it's weird. I, it's having people like I don't know how to explain this. Like the world watching and doing things in front of people. Versus you doing it by yourself, like performing. There, there's different. There's difference, but like, we're only chasing. At the end of the day, we're always chasing uh, something to push ourselves further than what we've been. And if you look at fighting, every time you step in the octagon, you're testing yourself of your previous performance. You're testing yourself of the previous you. 
and you're showing that you've improved and you've grown and you're showing that your understanding of the game and things like that. And that is what people lose whenever they retire. They lose the interest to progress. Yeah. Progress to, to grow. And they do that. So like, whereas you see some of these guys, like, you know, Jens Pulver for one of them that comes up the name, we were watching him today. Like, we don't know what the hell he's doing. You know what I mean? He was a UFC champion and he's really not like doing anything abnormal, like anything crazy. Like, I don't know if his businesses are up, his money's up. Like you don't know if he's coaching cause he doesn't have any fighters out there. He's not in anyone's corner. And you would think that when you look at Chuck Liddell, Chuck Liddell is doing like all this little stuff, but you hear the stories that he went bankrupt. He had to take that fight with Tito Ortiz. Like they don't have, they, they made all this good money. And then they live off of it, but they don't have anything that is making them drive for something greater. Where the one thing I like about James is James teaches you how to live on the outside and it makes you financially set. So where when we sit there and he we coaches look, beyond the, the yeah. you know, beyond the ring. I think, the, I, think, yeah. I think that's important because in any kind of athletic, it's like, dude, you're just one kick away from your career being over and that's or you know you same thing in football is in fighting you know it's just like you never know you yeah know? well look at look at all these like high-end you know all these high-end football players the nfl athletes like all of these guys have some sort of real estate they have some sort of like organization when it comes to uh like Charity. non-profit it, like all of that they they have people working for them in business aspect to where with us like if we don't educate ourselves to to progress our knowledge, then once we're done fighting, because that's all we know at this present time, once we know fighting or fighting is done with us, we we won't have anything to drive for. So then we we attach ourselves to things, and then when the money runs out, when the money runs out, then you start doing depressive things, depressive yeah, like, like fight Jake Paul. Yeah. You, you, you do crazy shit like, no, well, like getting knocked out when you're 50 something years old, like Chuck Liddell did. Like, right. what are I'm we saying, doing? I feel like that's what's next for Liddell. Is he's going to fight one of the Paul brothers or something like nah, that. No, he's not. He's not. He does podcast, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but like, he's trying to find new revenues, and he, but he's behind. Like, right. whereas if you watch these people like right now, you start building your brand, you start building your name in. You know, the UFC, the UFC can make your brand that much better. And after you're done, you can walk away and your brand will be recognized by a lot. You know, you go like, look at, look at, uh, with the stars. No, look at Habib. Habib Nurmagomedov has Eagle FC that's happening this weekend. All right. And I'm not trying to promote it on here, but anyways, he has Eagle FC. He left. He's made a stupid amount of money from the UFC as well being Russian and all that stuff. But he (laughs) left. And he's already on, he has all these different avenues of income. And he's also having a promotion where that promotion is going to be one of the biggest promotions in the world alongside the UFC. And it's only going to get bigger because it's his names. He's using his name and using his stuff to be the promoter. Mm -hmm. So he's found something outside to where he doesn't ever have to fight again. That's another revenue stream for himself. You know, and, and, this is not as good of an example, but I think like Cowboy um, Cerrone, he's done a really good job of like creating a brand yeah, around himself, himself, even though he's known for like just getting 
the shit kicked out of him over and over or like getting into fights over and over and over again. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if he has another revenue stream, but he has a really big personality in the UFC. Same thing with like, uh, uh, Tim Kennedy, who's got a huge, uh, Tim Kennedy, yeah, Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy's got a huge following. He, he like, rolled off of that. He rolled off of stuff. Even though there's a lot of people in like, there's a lot of people that don't like that are military background that do not like Tim Kennedy. Yeah. And they say Tim Kennedy is not because he's like out there. Well, he's just he's not the he's not the person that everyone thinks he is. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't matter because Tim is has created from his brand. He created that and and plateaued himself, and he still keeps going to where he can have these revenue streams. People would pay more money to have Tim Kennedy in like a, a seminar than have Jocko, even though Jocko is the real deal. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. And it's because he had the UFC behind him. Now, right. if Jocko ever fought in the UFC, he's getting more well-known in his podcast and everything, in his books, all that. But if he would have fought in the UFC one fight, and then you watched him and you listened to him, he would be one of the most famous, you know, people out he, there. He's, I mean, like, he's a super accomplished jiu-jitsu guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's super accomplished. Yeah, he's Jocko, fucking savage. He's a savage on jiu-jitsu, isn't he? Yeah, dude, he, he wakes yeah. up every day at, like, the same time. And he'll post on his Instagram. It's the most craziest shit ever. But it's like all black and white. And it's like 5 o'clock on his watch or 4 o'clock on his watch. He's like, let's get it. And he's like staring at you. And that's all he says. Yeah. And his very wild voice that he has. And very assertive voice. And just like, fuck. I'll be honest. I don't know who that is. I know. Who Tim, I know who Tim Kennedy is. Yeah. Because of UFC and you know, like you talking about the branding and everything. But Correct. that Jocko guy or Jocko. Jocko Willing. Jocko Willing. Okay. Yeah. Good. I you were talking about Honestly, Jocko Ray for a minute. No. Uh, extreme ownership. Okay. Good, good book. I think. I think you also know. Also a seal. Yeah. It's, okay. It's uh you know at the point you're at in your career, I would guess that just focusing on fighting and and kind of being in your lane is the most important thing. I would guess and something you probably try and do. Yeah, so, it definitely is. Like, I haven't quite thought about things as like you know Julian's perspective and a Valentine's and things like to, that. But to his credit, to think about no, for sure. To his credit, so it's like, dude, like like anything else in sport, right? If you can make that result happen over and over again, shit'll take care of itself. But when you're getting started, you know what I'm saying. As far as your second UFC fight, correct? It's one of those things where because you thought about it, what Julian's talking about, when you get that at 15 seconds. You're going to make the most of it. Everybody's going to remember your your fight. You know what I'm saying? I a lot that. of guys had their second fight that night or their first fight or their fifth fight. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it's like they were, they were just getting started. And so how do you make yourself, how do you separate yourself? And for the fact that you took that extra time to think through that extra variable, I'm just saying it's going to be a huge and, benefit. And dude, honestly, you're around a great group of people because when you get fight of the night and you get paid more and you get and you win and you get your payday from that, it's like you're around people that are like, hey, man, you should delay a little bit of gratification and you put it, should put it in something that's actually going to generate revenue for you that, you know, your family can live on long after you're done fighting. All James's fighters win fight of the night or heart, you know, what's, what's other, There's, what's some other they're ones? They're all performance, performance of the night. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. like three or four, right? There's uh, fight of the we night. We all have. We all Submission have. Submission of the night. I think. Oh, I'm really? saying that like, I feel like, dude, yeah. like all of them win it, dude. Like yeah, Grant won, Grant won, you Grant won, you won, t- yeah. you won twice. I've won three times. Yo, dude, I'm you need to get two, a video like, like Grant and, and James. Oh, that dude. shit pumped me up so much. I was like, was this is dope. the coolest video. Have you even seen, seen that? It? No. Yo, dude. it's 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 James like in the corner and, and it's at the end of the 
It's got to be going it's, into it's the going third the final round. round. Yeah, and he's like, you listen, dude, you're, you're, he's like, you, you got to knock him out. You're, you know, what did he say? Did he say he was losing or oh, something? Th- you're talking about me. I thought you were talking about Grant. I'm talking about Talk Grant. To me. No, that you're talking, to, talking was, to me. That was, that was to Julian. Julian. I was talking that was, last, oh, was that, that to was you? Julian's last fight. No, no, yeah. I'm talking about Grant. What did he say to Grant? He told Grant, he's like, you have, he said, stand up with him. Like, yeah. we, he thought it was close. He's like, stand up. You're doing good with your hands. You know, you could finish him. You have to strike with him, but he was grappling with him. Yeah. Um, I thought he was talking about me, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he motivated him. It was like right <laughs> after my fight, he motivated him the same way he did to me. And Grant getting that finish was incredible because like... How much money did he make off that? Well, he fit- got the performance, 50K. I don't know his, his contract at that time. I don't know yeah. what it was, but he made a, I mean, 50K off the top. That's knocked a, him off. He knocked him out with one second left. Yeah. Walk off. Literally. Let's go. I like that. Yeah. Bro, let's go. Like that. It was, dude, I'll tell you this. Here's a, here's a, here's a story. I had five grand riding on that fight going under. Does not have to go to decision. Will not go to decision. I thought Grant was going to finish him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought Grant was going to finish him. I had him. They wasn't going to decision. And I was like, oh, my God. You know how fucking intense that entire fight was for me? Yeah. I was there with him. That makes and it then a lot of fun. I'm sitting at the, I'm sitting at the, uh, the TV kind of like I'm fighting. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm, I'm moving back yeah. and forth, you know, like huh, 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 kind of like, you know, that 13 seconds that you guys felt when you were at the game, sure. of the Chiefs game, you know how Absolutely. you were just like. You were one. You were throwing yeah. the fucking ball. Like yeah. you were, that was me in the corner. I was just like, I'm watching Grant on my fucking TV. My grandma's in For the, the listeners. Other room, this like, is Grant Dawson, by the way. Yeah. So I'm just super like, good. Dude. I'm jumping around like, Oh fuck, fuck. You know, like take him down. Like, okay, like what are we doing? I was like, he's going for a heel hook, hit him. And then he hit him. And then like the first hit that Grant did with like the sledgehammer style hit, just boom, his fist cracks his jawline. And I immediately, I was like, do it again, do it again. Because you can <laughs> see in in this dude's face that he was hitting that, like, that hurt him. And then Grant hit it again, like, two more times. And you see him go out cold. You see the ref stop Grant. Grant walks off. You look at the time. There's, like, one fucking second left before the whole entire fight's done in the third round. And I'm sitting there, and I'm frozen, like, did he just, yes. did he just fucking knock <laughs> it out? Did I just win this yes. bet? Yeah. Did he just, like, oh, dude, it was the most intense Let's thing. Let's go. Yeah, that was, but, yeah, man, you must have been screaming. I'm excited. Oh, I know man. if the fight happened to go, happens to go to the second, third, I'm I'm excited. Dude, have, we're going to be cheering James, for you. So yeah. James, pump me up or, you know, give me the advice. That tell, I need. tell him that story, though, uh, Julian, but you said, wasn't the one with James where he was telling you, like, you got to knock this fucker out. Like, you got to knock this motherfucker yeah. out, right? Yeah, yeah. He told me in the, going in the second and third, and if it, hope you don't get this. You Hopefully you have a good conversation. Uh, James and I, I've worked with James for a long period of time. And then I left to Kansas, or left to Vegas, and then I had my thing. So this is our first fight back. And James has watched the struggle and watched the discipline and watched the dedication, you know, throughout that time. And uh, it was the first time, like, I, I think me and him have grown, uh, become better friends. And at this time he was sitting there and we're sitting down and like the, the second round, I remember him talking to me, like he was calm and like with him being calm made me be calm. So when I went out in the second round, I was, I didn't do as good. I understood the assignment, but I didn't perform it correctly. And when it goes into the third round, I remember him sitting me down, I get on the deal and he's like, look at me, motherfucker. And I'm like, 
Yeah, then he's like, look at me. Ola's Again. like, oh shit. He's like, look at me. And I'm like, I snap into it and I look at him. And it, it was the most craziest thing because when he was talking to me, I understood everything. But as I was like listening, it was almost like I was watching him from uh, like a, an aerial view, you know, like a third person view of myself. Right. And he was talking to somebody else in there. And I, I just remember him telling me, like, dude, you have to fuck, bring that fucking right hand. I don't give a shit. Do not step back. Bring that fucking right hand with everything you got. You have to finish this fucking fight. Bring that fucking right hand. And as he walks off, he says, finish it or it doesn't fucking count. And right then and there, it was finish it or all the struggle that you had does not fucking matter. No one will give a shit. And I would just... I just remember feeling your fucking soul right there, dude. I, and when I went out there, it was just, that is what I needed here. That is what woke up that person that's been dormant for, you know, 2.5 years. That person that's been waiting to come out, that person that needed to come out. And we, we showed it. And if it had not been for him in that moment, because most coaches fucking suck in the corner. Hey, yeah, bud, you're doing a good job. You know, I need you to use that right hand a little bit more. You know, look, we're down two rounds. Or I, I think you kind of got that round. Or, you know, we got to figure this out. And you just throw that right hand. Like, no, there was no urgency in most coaches' voices where his, you can feel it, bro. Like, when he talks to you in there, it's crazy. If you get a chance to get into the second round, I don't advise it. Just finish it in the first and make it fucking easy. <laughs> yes. But like, if you get a chance, you, you'll understand because the way he talks to you and the way you're hyper-focused to his voice, like the, what he's done with you in this past, you know, X amount of weeks that you've been here and, and being at the gym, like you don't know right now what he's done to you. You don't understand the cues that he's put in your head, the constant like work and talks that he's had with you. And how he's he he's implanted himself, his voice in your head. So you're going to be in Houston. There's going to be what 10, 20,000 fucking fans screaming on the top of their lungs when you walk out. When you're in that octagon, you're gonna hear everything that James says, and you're not gonna hear a single fucking fan. You're gonna feel the vibration of the voices from people screaming, but all you're gonna do is hear James. And it's, it's, it's how a great coach does it. And that's why James is fucking amazing is because he, during the whole camp, he, he does little things like, I don't, I don't know if he's fucking read a book or he's a fucking woo, voodoo, voodoo type of dude. Like, I don't know, but he is able to like throughout the whole time he talks to you. So when you go in there, everything he says, everything, and I'm telling you, it gets fucking loud. You can hear everything. My first fight in the UFC, James was in the first row. I was in Winnipeg. There was 25,000 fans screaming. And if you watched my first fight in the UFC, it was not something anybody could be quiet about. It was just a fucking slugfest. Barn burner? Oh, it was. It was I would, I, you only have two of those in your career, and I just wasted one of them. <laughs> and... Uh, and James, my coaches and everything were in the were like in their corner. James is in the fucking first row, which is probably about 50, 60 feet away from where I'm at. And he's coaching me. And through everyone that's screaming, I hear him. He's telling me what to do. And I'm grabbing. And he wasn't even my coach at the time. I'm grabbing shit, doing exactly what he's saying. Did everything he said to get up, got off the cage, 
boom. And he, you can hear him coach me. And that's the coolest experience that you're going to have when you do go out there on the 12th. You're going to be able to hear him, and you're not even going to understand it until that moment. I can't wait. I'm excited. I, uh, one other person I might hear is my mom. You go back and watch my fight, even on ESPN, this last one, because she was there. Oh, you can hear her. Let's go, son. Mana, you got it. All this hard work. Your, your nickname I, is, is Mana Boy. Uh-huh. Did she come up with that? Uh, no, my uncle's in Hawaii, dude. That's Everybody awesome. goes by boy. Boy, yeah. B-O-I, right. not B-O-I. So, hey, boy, mono boy. I was like, ah, I'll just stick with it. And I never really, like, came out and was like, oh, yeah, my name is, my nickname is Mono Boy. But it's kind of stuck with me since my amateur. So, yeah. when I heard Bruce Buffer announce it, I said, I guess it's official. <laughs> One day I have to become a man, but yeah. for sure, I'm, I'm, I'm a boy now. I'm Dude, boy. It, what's mono Kevin, great. What's Kevin Lee's uh, nickname? Kevin Lee, isn't he Mama's boy? Or is Kevin Lee? No, no, no. I'm thinking. No, you're thinking of uh, Eric Anders, yeah, boy. No, no, I know Eric's yeah, boy. I thought someone was Mama's boy. Someone, it might have been someone that fought in PFL, but it's it Mama's funny. boy. And I'm, but you're Mana's boy. No, no, it's no, just, just Mana, Mana boy. Mana boy. Mana boy. Mana. Mana, Mana, Mana boy. Martinez. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, Isn't that your I'm Instagram Mana handle too? Boy. Yeah, but but no, trying to no. make it. <laughs> Just a mana boy. <laughs> this guy's. Bra <laughs> bra. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's it. Bro, walk out to the Island Boy song. Because you are an Island Boy dog in Houston. Nah, honestly, Mana has like a real special meaning behind it. And I don't know if y'all know the Rocks brand. Yeah, dude. Mana. Yeah, Terra Mana. But also um, his drinks and stuff too. Yeah, his drinks, his um, Under Armour. He Mm -hmm. has like, I seen somebody wearing it. I was like, yo, that has my name on it, Mana. Is Mana tomorrow? No, that's manana. Manana in yeah. Spanish. Ah. Yeah. Mana What's is mana? like a super, like supernatural, supernatural divine energy. Ah. So yeah, somebody has a good mana. They have a good energy. Exactly like that. Yeah, I'm waiting for the rock to come in my check, bro. <laughs> I think I think we just I think we just figured out your call out. Don't do a Valentine's. Hit up the rock. He will respond. Yeah, he yeah. will respond. No, he will respond. Big in the so UFC that, right so, now. So I, I kind of like planted a seed, like like how you did, like when the UFC asked me, because my my full name is Leo Mana, L E O M A N A, and they're like, do you want us to announce you as Leo Mana or Mana? And I thought I was like, dude, the Rock's a big UFC fan. I think at the time he was um doing the BMF title and are gonna put on the person who won, which ended up being Masvidal. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Rock's gonna know me one day. I'm gonna do Mana. Yeah. And, you know, like, and then sure enough, his Terra Mana blew up, tequila hit, his rock, uh, his Under Armour, and now he's sponsoring the UFC with shoes. You need Bro. to get, you need to get That's Julian wild. on the outside of the cage when you win. You, he throws you a bottle of Terra Mana and you take a drink of let's it go. and you say, Rock, let's go. Let's, let's sponsor. Let's go. I, I actually had that. Terramana. I actually had that same idea with a different thing after one of my fights, uh, but I was told. Because I had asked permission, I was told I was unable to do that. Oh dang! You I literally you had can't that bring in one. props. I had no. I wasn't going to bring in one. I was going to go get one <laughs> right after I won. Like I'm yeah. dead serious. Oh, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's your call. You just it's, say rock. You know, sponsor me with yo, the Terramana. Exactly. You just hit them out there. And be like, yo, the rock. Like, look, I see you working with fighters, but look, my name's Mana. We're both an island boy. Yeah. We're just trying it. to make yeah. it, bud. Let yeah, me get some good. love. Yeah, bro, let's do it. You got the shoes. You can get the Terramana, bro. Get in a commercial. You try it. That'd be cool. Yeah, hey, I'm just saying. You could be the don't next Kevin Hart. Don't, don't give up on Megan The Stallion. You got the rock in your pocket for your career. Exactly. Oh, that's true. That's you true. Know what I'm you're not always going to fight in Houston. And you're also not always going to fight two days before two Valentine's days before, Day. Yeah, so I'm just saying, I feel like 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, keep that one. You know, back pocket. you'll know when or, the fight is where it's time to call out the rock. Like, you only get that chance once. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or I can do like like the my right team, fight. One of my teammates back at home, he uh, pushes heavy for a Dr Pepper sponsor. So like his post fight interviews, he'll have like a Dr Pepper right there. If I get the Terramana tequila, yeah, it right there. Absolutely. Hey, um, wait I'll, a minute. I'll You're telling that. me right now I'll he can that. fucking have the Dr Pepper on stage, on his interviews. No, like you know uh, the ones where MMA junkie. Oh, okay, pushing, okay. The one after, not during in the cage. Oh, no, no, I mean yeah, after. Damn, dude, they fucking kicked me out. I got yelled at and in trouble you? for removing Monster off the deal. I thought it was someone no, else's bother for Monster, dude. I don't give a shit. I got yelled. It was not my fault. But anyways, I get that. You do it. Get the Terramana. Go have James put it in his his bag. Here's my well with the shoes too. Like if the Rock's got this UFC contract now, that's new to me. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I, you know, again from a deep dive on your Instagram, you're a sneakerhead or used to be. Yes, I I love. We haven't even talked sneakers yet, dude. As he's chosen his UFC slides, I feel like this is two for two. Since meeting you, got slides on two days in a row. I fumbled the bag, man. Julian like, like takes me out, and I'm where's wearing your my sweet, slides. Yeah, where's your sweet so fucking rare Jordans? I, t- I and told all myself that. when I came out here, this is a business trip. I'm with if you. If I would have brought some of my nice kicks, it would have been tempting to go out. I'm and with you. I was like, dude, if I only have slides and my running shoes, I can't do shit out here. So I, I kind of held back and just kept everything back at home. But Air, Air yeah. Max Day, he posted. I'm like, dude, that's all I wear is uh, Air Max. Air Max is because my feet are so fat. Okay. Legitimately, I got like an extra toe. That's how it looks. Nice. Because my feet have zero arch, right? <laughs> Same. I'm flat footed. Super flat. As can be. So, I, so Air Max is like the most comfortable shoes for yeah. me because those shoes are naturally just big old shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So I, that's typically what I buy. But You have a specific favorite color? No, so so I'm not really. I, I can't call myself a sneakerhead. I feel like that'd okay. be disrespectful to real ones. No, nah, you're good. Um, I have a hard time like finding um, ones that I like, like the colors, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, like they're they're rare to come out with new colorways ever so often, right? Yeah. So I found uh, some fake ones, and I was like, oh, dude, they have every color, and I don't nice. even have to like go to different sites, and I can just be like, I want one of these, one of these, one of these, one of these. Okay. So I, I don't have all fake ones. But I got like eight pairs of fake ones. Hey, they'll do. Because I literally, they were like, I don't know, they're like 40 bucks, something like that. Like nice. 40, 50 bucks. I can give you the link. Sweet. I yeah. know that's probably disrespectful. <laughs> I'm sure it's disrespectful on the sneakerhead part. Sure. But I'm like, no, dude, these are legitimately the only shoes that fit my feet well. Yeah. So like, you're that's like how I started. I think you're like 95. The right 90s now. are what I only Ni- get. 90s and the uh, infrared. Look up the infrared. That's, like, that's like the most popular my, ones. My like but. treasured one that I wish I could have done. I would have paid whatever for them. Is uh so Nike ID does like they pick a cup they usually pick an Air Max yeah where they do the the um like the partnership with Pendleton mm-hmm. so you can get Pendleton wool like different like you know like Aztec-y oh. mountain looking like patterns you know what I'm talking like those wool blankets that okay. everybody knows yeah Pendleton did that because they're out of Oregon and you can put like in your custom areas of the shoe or whatever you can put like you know like an Aztec looking like wool sweatshirt, you know what I'm saying? Like blanket is like the material. And anyways, they made Air Max 90s like five years ago where you could custom every little detail with Pendleton wool and and I missed it. The next year they did Air Force Ones. And so I got Air Force Ones for my brother and he got them and for for Christmas I got them these and dude, they were the dopest sneakers I'd ever seen and he gets compliments on them left and right. I didn't didn't buy a pair for myself, but. Hopefully it comes back around. Yeah, we'll see. What's the ultimate Holy Grail shoe that you've been looking for your whole life? One that I'll probably never get, but I've always wanted is um Back to the Future. No, that's that's the typical the one. And I've said, I've said that before. Uh Kelsey's got a pair. 
I on know. the Chiefs. Yeah, that's he, sick. He shows them off now and then. He that's wears sick. them. My buddy's doing. He that wears them too. Him. No shit. Yeah, that's fucking dope. He also has Justin has a has him in a store. He has a store in the plaza. Uh huh. And uh, he has these shoes there. What's that place called? Man, it's right across from. Uh, it's right across. Right across from, from the Apple Store. Yeah, I forgot what's called. I can't think of it, but that's his. Uh, I walked by it today. The glass. Yeah, it says like. Um, on the glass door, it says like, uh, you know, like, like basically don't shop at chain stores more or less. So it was like what the message was. Yeah. Buy yeah. local more or less, which is cool. You he's know, he's been here with the shoes and he's had a lot, but he has his, uh, like he'll bring it to like shoe conventions and stuff. And everyone knows that he has it. If like you're a shoe guy in Kansas city, you know, Justin has the McFlies. Yeah. He has them. It was like a, was there like a shoes. what are they like a hundred pairs? Like maybe at 500 pairs ever. You know more about that. There was, and then they, they retroed and came out and you had a bid for them. And those are the auto lace ones. Right. So like the ones. The auto lace ones are like the ones. Yeah. yeah. They've got the ones that came out prior. I think there's probably like around 500 pairs of those. But my grail sneaker, um, it's a super rare one. And I think like only LeBron and maybe PJ Tucker has them is uh, the Nike Yeezy 2 Cheetahs. Cheetah way. Cheetah colorway editions. Yeah. Nike, easy two, two uh-huh. cheetah, cheetah. Yeah, they're purple. Pretty sick. I know. Exactly Put that up on the about. YouTube vid. Yeah, like. please do. Those are super rare. And if you're a sneakerhead, if you know, you know. Those are. What yeah, do you, what do you think about the new? What do you think about the? And this is what I really want: the Louis Vuitton Air Force Ones that are coming out. Oh yeah, those are it. Those are. I really want those. I've reached out to Hugo Boss. I reached out to the vice president. Told him I need help. There's only a hundred of these, in select sizes. Okay, dude. Like Hugo, Hugo boss himself. I need your help. I, dude, I did. I'm dead serious. I can show you the text I don't, message. I don't doubt it. I went hard because I want those. They are, they're literally, there's only a hundred of them and they only have a limited amount of sizes and they come in inside the suitcase. They come in everything. How are they doing they're it? Ready. Like as far as giving them out? It's an auction. Got an auction. It's not like a lottery ticket. It's an auction. You, on February 8th, you get onto a site. And you have to auction for these sizes for these deals, and the highest bidder wins. That is disgusting. It's fucking terrible because these these are going to be few grand, if not, they're going to no, go for even more. Bro, at least ten grand. I was like, a few yeah, grand a few is grand. easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't mean like three Looking grand. Up, like when I say a few grand, 10. like we're talking about grand. Yeah, it's going to be tens of thousands. The of Jordan dollars. Jordan Dior's, Jordan Dior's right now, oh, they're yeah. like twelve, thirteen thousand in my size. You can get them cheaper, but like. These things, and then there's so many generic, like, ripoffs that are one of one, so you can't ever tell the difference. So you can spend 10 grand and end up getting a fake fucking pair of Dior's. Mm-hmm. But that's disgusting. Yeah, that's why I want to get it. My fake auction. ones look pretty real. I'm just saying. I don't yeah, know the difference. But the problem, is, the problem is there's a website. There's not even a website. There is a, uh, there's an Instagram where uh, this guy calls everybody out called fake watches. Oh, I know that guy. And he fake fucking calls. Yeah. Dude, he calls Busta. everyone out for fake watches. And the last thing, Poor like, rappers, man. Oh dude, he they fucking get, murders, murders the rappers. Yeah. Yeah. Murders them bad. Which I love him for it. And the thing is, is like for you to buy fake, you know, shoes or fake anything, like no one's going to sit there and you're not in like the camera to where they're going to be like, Oh, those are fake or blah, blah, blah. But if old boy well, shows tell up, you they're some, fake. <laughs> you yeah, no, for along. sure. But like, well, I just don't want to be known as that guy that's like trying. Nah. You know what I mean? I, I got him out of like convenience, not out of like 
you know, I thought that like I got these grail shoes. I need to yeah. tell everybody about them, you know? And the thing is, is like with, with him, like if he's in front of the camera, he can't ever rock those shoes. So there's no purpose of getting them. Sure. Cause people, will, you know, they'll call and then also heartbeat. too, it's in his, it's in his like, it's isn't it? It's in his shoe game blood that he can't walk with fake shoes. Yeah, if you're considering yourself a sneakerhead, you can't be walking around with fakes. Shoe game blood, bro. Shoe game blood. <laughs> yeah, blood. that's a good one. That's shoe uh, that's usually blood. how Mana talks when he talks shoe about his shoe game. Blood. Bro, it's it's running through your veins. I dude, I talked to my brother. My brother's a huge sneakerhead. I mean, he's been collecting for a long time, and I hit him with like, "Yo, I'm gonna get these Dior's." One of my friends has a contact in China. He goes, "Bro, don't don't you fucking do that." I was like, bro, you know, like, shit's fake from the start. He goes, no, don't, don't fucking, don't buy it. He's like, that's the dumbest shit in the world. You, dude, you'll be fucking clowned on. And literally, like, my brother picked up the phone to call me, and I was like, dude, I was joking, man. I'm not gonna fucking buy this pair from China. Like, I'm not gonna give up any couple hundred bucks. But he, dude, he, he royally was very irritated. I don't want to say he was mad, but he was irritated the fact that I brought up the thought of buying the potential fake of buying a fake yeah. pair. Bro. Offensive. Yeah, he's he's a sneakerhead. I think I'm past that point. I've retired. Publicly announcing it now. Right. You're gonna, you gonna buy I mean, some fucking. Sh- you can buy some fake shoes. No, no, not buy fake shoes. But, but it's like I don't care for shoes that much. Out. It's like yeah, go for it. Dude, hold rock up, hold those up, fake Dior's. I'm gonna look over at you right now. When this motherfucker wins 50k and he sees those Balvins come out with a new drop. I'm still going to buy there shoes. There you go. Look at that. All right, I guess. <laughs> we just, yeah, I guess. But the flex, yeah. maybe the flex a little different. Yeah. We, went, we went to a shoe store over here in KC called Diva Percent. My boy Roman owns it. And he was sitting there it's looking at the shoes. Diva, Diva Percent. Percent. Yeah. DVA Percent. Got it. DVA. DVA. DVA Percent. Got it. But anyways, he, uh, he was sitting there. He was trying to get his... He's trying to get these certain shoes. What were they? The uh, cause the low cause, blazers. yeah, in purple. No, no, not purple. Were they purple? Yeah, it was purple. Trying to get that Houston color, bro. He was like all about them. He he wants shoes. He likes shoes. Yeah, they didn't have how much stuff. are how much are the call low blazers? They they're only like two hundred bucks. Okay, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was see when you got fat ass feet though. Honest question, because we have both have these flat feet. We talked about this. Yeah. What kind of shoes can you just like put on anything? Like, dude, a lot of pair of shoes I put on, like, dude, that like they look way cooler on the shelf than exactly. on my foot. That's that's why I don't you wear Jordans. I mean, I have my like, feet like spill over the sides. Yeah, like, Yeezys. Do you wear Yeezys? No, because yeah. those are knit, right, bro? Super comfortable, bro. They're so fucking comfortable. Super yeah. Comfortable. Here's the thing: like, I don't shop at shoe stores where like those would be for real for sale. You see where I'm coming from? Like, I'm still like the guy that just goes to finish line. Yeah, but you can go you know DVA I mean? percent over there in the Westport. Go, yeah, go I'd go. Yeah. Put, put on some, go try on some uh, some Yeezys. They're comfortable as can be. They're the most comfortable shoe ever. Yeah, as long as they're comfortable, I buy them. You know what I mean? Like, But I got a pair of like Hoka's, like straight dad shoes. Nice. Because my feet are so bad. Yeah. My dad like has a hard time walking at 70 years old because of how, I mean, and I got his feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, fun fact that Dr. Scholl's like, pressure test where you like stand on it and it shows you like where you know all of your you know your pressure points are and it's like geothermal and heat mine were just like two red blobs (laughs) they looked like i was like they were like sir you can get off your knees you need to put your feet on the here and like no that's my feet That's, That's how it looked. Like, like, we, don't, we don't make a soul at for least you. You're balanced. Yeah, dude. You know, like, I basically Fred Flintstone feet. You you're walking yabba dabba do time. That, I'm not against it. That's what that's what this podcast should be. Yabba dabba do and scrappy too. You know? 
Yeah, we just changed the name right now. We just switch it up. It's, just, it's changed. Yeah, Period. It's done. Make it happen, Luke. Fuck. Protein, bro. Protein, no more. Flat We're not trying to scrap Yeah, Flat. <laughs> Mono, let's talk about this. You've been, do you got to diet hard for this fight? Um, I'm trying something new with the UFC. They're sending me meals, actually. I love it. So it's been, it's been a lot. Who is they? Uh, this, there's this dietitian. His name is Charles. Okay. With the, he works with the UFC PI and, uh, he's been sending me a lot of meals. It's been helping. My weight's been coming off, uh, pretty, pretty good. So. Yeah. I was just going to say like, if there's like, um, like the spot in Houston afterwards, because oh, typically we like to talk about yes food. We talked to, we, so we, so we asked this question obviously to, to, uh, Julian last week mm-hmm. about like, you know, best barbecue. Right. Well, we don't, we're not, we're not going to pretend like when you get done, like you're still going to be in Kansas city. So after this fight, you've just won. Things are going awesome. Where are we going in Houston to have like the meal of meals? And let's just, you know, scrap the idea that they're all going to be closed because most of a place probably will be by the time you get out of there. But like, let's just say you can go wherever you want. Where are we going in Houston to eat? Dude, the meal of meals, man. I'd have to say there's this place called Mike's seafood. Mike's seafood. Yes. Tell me about it. Awesome seafood. And they have a chicken sandwich that is two chicken sandwiches. So it's a double stack. Talk about this. That is there thing, a bun? Yes. Yes. So it's just it's like a sort of like a double cheeseburger. It's like two chicken yes. breasts. And it's gas. You it's can't good. you can't too much chicken. No. Did you ever have that KFC double decker? No, where like the chicken no, breasts were no. like the br- were like the bread? No. <laughs> I, I didn't have that, but that place, man, that place is real good and it sounds awesome. Yeah. Fun fact, I actually uh, fought him when I was an amateur. No shit. So when I when Mike I go himself? to the restaurant, yeah, the owner of the of the place. So when I go there, it's it's all love. He uh, competes jujitsu now. He's a black belt, so he's a real tough, solid guy. But um, so we're gonna summarize this talk. First and foremost, whenever the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl and we win, you're coming back for the parade and you're gonna ride with us in it. Yes, and we're vlogging it. We're and vlogging. I was gonna and t- you're going to shotgun some beers. Yes, don't forget that. Yeah. We're 100%. The what's the beer choice for your shotguns? Oh. Can I do a seltzer? Yeah, yeah we're sure. Dude, Topo Chico. If, if, you, if you want to really, really. A Topo like, Chico, dude. If you want to hurt yourself. Oh, Julian that, doesn't approve. That, 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 amount of, that amount of carbonation, though, shotgunning the is. Fuck? If you've never done it, it's it's t- horrendous. Oh, Sounds uh, like shotgunning a Sprite. It's <laughs> not easy. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. Hold up, hold up. You said fucking Topo Chico. Is that even? That's not even alcohol. They make a seltzer. Soda, yeah, they make seltzer. Bro. They make an alcohol seltzer. Y'all's, Hell yeah, they I do. I don't know if y'all's alcohol scene is behind over here, but like we when got I went Topo to Chico the, seltzer here. Yeah, no, but like y'all aren't big fans of like Ciroc over here. I've seen. Yeah, like, dude. I mean, like Ciroc. P Diddy's cool and all, but just not so big here in the Midwest. No, dude. and then like. There's this, there's this real thing that a lot of people are drinking back at home. It's called Casamigos. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have oh, Casamigos. That's, that's, that's George well, Clooney. Okay. Well, sorry, George Clooney. We're going to say this to you right now. We are, uh, we're Kansas City and uh, Tito's is cheap. And that's, well, that's, what what I'm, that's why I'm unique. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised by you, Mana, because you're from Texas. Uh-huh. And obviously that Austin connection to Tito's. Tito's made in Austin, Texas. I used to do Tito's all the time. Then I had a bad night with it. I'm like, dude, I'm Because I hear his Ciroc is obviously great. You know what I'm saying? From all my favorite rappers. <laughs> but but I've never had it myself. It's expensive, man. It's just like, it, it's... And all around here, see, I feel like it, Grey Goose is what people go to when they buy yeah. like a little bit more. See, if we're going classier vodka, see, that's, that's the brand name. That's the difference between the Houston culture and the KC culture. Like, y'all don't care about price over there. It's like... 
oh, you drinking Grey Goose? What is that, bro? Like, I got Ciroc in my section. I got Casamigos, like, 1942. Like, come on, man. So, wait, wait. Is Ciroc more expensive or less expensive than Grey Goose? More expensive than Grey Goose. Oh, is it? I thought Ciroc's just, like, 40 bucks a fifth. Dude, it's not. It shouldn't be. Well, in the club, at least. I'm with you. It's next level. It's So, it's really just, yeah, it's just a status. It's like a, there's levels to this. Y'all could care less about this. No, I'm listening. No, but that's, that's, if that's the culture, I want to know about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking we're right and that you're wrong. Right? No, no, not at I'm all. Thinking, I'm thinking I want to learn. So tell me, you're saying like we're at the club in Houston. Yeah. If we want to be cool, 19. we got it. You got to get the the highest, like the most expensive. So if I got like a bottle of Dom, Don Don Julio. Oh no no, I was saying Dom Perignon. Oh yeah, Champagne. Dom Perignon, yeah. Ace of Spades. Right, you get an sure. Ace of Spades. I'm saying yeah, you get champagne like that's that's like you're a total baller. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that like the number one spot? Unless you're getting. Don Julio would be. It'd be per- Patron, you'd think. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, Julio see, like, yeah. Y'all, I don't want to say y'all are behind, but no, 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 nobody you. drinks no, Patron the problem is The problem is, is that we're not behind. We just don't, don't give care. a fuck. Yeah. People like you to know, drink beer here. We drink yeah. Bush. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we drink Bush. And when you go to yeah. the, when you go to think Grey Goose is there, like, I literally would see very select few people buy champagne. They'll get, like, the Vouv. Or they get Ace of Spades or Dawn, and I look at them and I'm like, "You're a fucking asshole." <sighs> like I look at them like, "You're a fucking asshole." Like, why? Why are you getting this bottle? Like, you think it's cool? Yeah, to yeah. Get this well, shit hey, this champagne? is something you should understand too. Is that think about how much smaller of a market Kansas City is than Houston? True. In Houston, Houston's there's a lot city of in the ballers there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Very Fifth true. biggest, right? Yeah. Kansas City is a little bit smaller. Yeah. If people try too hard in Kansas City, they're like, hey, bro, it's Kansas City, dude. You know? Bro, yeah. I had, I, had Julian a, knows. I had a table the other day and had two bottles of Patron on it. And I didn't give a fuck when he cool. was there. Because all of those people still showed up. The bottle rats still show up. The chicks still come through. And all the, the guys. bottle rats. Them. Yeah, that's what they are. They're he doesn't even rats. drink. He just bought it for everybody else. Drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's how it is. Like, Status is not is not determined by the bottle that you buy. No, for so, sure. But the party that you bring. There so hold on, hold on. Okay, so he's coming back. He's going to. We're going to go on the on the parade route with Ciroc. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we're celebrating a celebration. Yeah. Uh, celebration for mana. But but Julie, you can have your own f- bottle. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. But we're, we're gonna have Terramana actually. We're t- hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's starting Let's that up. It. He's hey, uh, starting up the Terramana sponsorship deal. I love. I love. That's that. a lower end class in Houston. If, if you had that on the table. If we're on the, uh, if if we're on the the girl the golf cart too, I'm just wanting you to know that that's sacrilegious, uh, um, in our circle because Una Vida Tequila. As our best friends, and it's delicious. <laughs> get, out, get the fuck out of here, Julian. Fun get the fact, fuck fun out fact, of here. The only time I had Support this anything shit, sponsored, I'm assuming it's sponsored. The so first time no, I no? ever had oh, this, just good shit. Oh, okay. This fucking dude was pouring this shit down my throat. You're welcome. And oh my god, I had one of the worst nights of my life. I, dude, I'll never forget waking. Everybody up. Everybody else like had some died. of the best nights. I, what well, is I, it? What is it called? Sinaoki fucking a one life. And fucked my whole entire Dude, outfit. No, these, these guys, afterwards. Hey, these, these guys take a lot of care in how they make this tequila. It's top shelf tequila. It goes 30, 40, 50 if you get the Reposado or the Añejo. Yeah. It's good, good tequila. It's not bad. 
but I can't have it no more because like. But they sell it in Texas now, so okay. I got to figure out where so you can get some. But we yeah. get you a bottle for sure. Let's They're just it. good buddies. Like they make, and the reason why I, I like rep them because I'm not even a tequila fan to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like me and me and Kyle I'm both not, not a huge tequila. We're guy. not. We okay. wouldn't drink it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we drink it. We're like, well, damn. You know, like this is actually pretty good. Like no burn, no hangover, whatever. Nice. Contrary to what Julian said. You know, it's been a minute for him, you know, but, you know, he had been drinking a lot. So then he, you know, he has a lot because we had a lot of Unavita uh, that night. The chili, that uh, was one the of our chili last, burrito oh, came that after was, that. Yeah. No, no, that was before that. This was before. That was Summer Smash. Dude, that was, a, that, no, was, that, was, was that Summer Smash. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, Summer Smash, that was like two days prior to that moment. That Friday night was the You were there, was weren't the chili. you? It was when you were dancing on the truck. We were all I the wasn't truck. dancing on the truck. Jeff was. Yeah. Jeff got in trouble. <laughs> Bro. Uh, dude, hey, hey there, there was, was a, a girl innovator. there. There was a girl there that grabbed my. This I felt violated. I, I know she exactly grabbed who it is. my face and literally shoved tequila down my throat, and I almost the punched doctor. her. I was like, "You cannot like this I don't woman even know a, who you are." Hey, this woman's a doctor too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever she is, I know exactly who she. She violated my space, dude. I wanted to punch her in the fucking mouth, and I hope she hears this. She grabbed, she grabbed my face and did the same thing, but this this chick took the bottle. And it has a pore spout. Yeah, that's it had metal. a pore spout on and it. And instead of holding it eight inches Back. above my face, she put it in my mouth and tried to like do the, she the, straight the up stopper. Like, she like hamster she water bottled him. <laughs> she cracks my tooth with the fucking thing. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, And we're in the middle of a crowd, Mana, just to so like be clear. It's like a uh, mosh pit scene. Nelly's on the, Nelly's on the fucking stage. Oh, getting Dude, out some Nelly. We had Nelly, Flo Rida, and Steve, Bro, and Steve Aoki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nelly, Flo Rida, and Steve Aoki. Flo Steve Rida. Aoki fucking. If you move to Kansas City, photo. you gotta come next year, dude. It's a party. Yeah. Good times. Hopefully there's, a, there's James two hey, more new hey, artists, but James got sick. Hey, don't don't hate on hey. those artists. Those are good artists. But he got <laughs> For you old James got James got uh sick and he was like, dude, I don't know if I'm gonna come. Yeah. He ends up going home early right before that concert started. That concert was the best part by oh, yeah. far. Oh, dude, but it was it was that, incredible. It was amazing. But like what was rough is that the one day of the week where it had like horrible thunderstorms happened and we didn't even know if we were going to be out there we're hiding inside of like the warehouse everyone's fire like marshals smuggling. bringing everybody in because yeah. lightning's going Shoot. on you we're know? smuggling drinks in the back like having fun and and uh next thing you know like they're like oh it's on and we're like holy shit here we go so we go out there and and then uh hammered though when, Oh fucking super I, hammered, dude! Yes. I blacked out like six times in that concert. Jeez. It didn't. It was a. Uh, it was. It was definitely like a marathon, that you know everybody wasn't really prepared for. But long story short, that was cool. So we're gonna drink Unavita tequila, okay, on, as well as well. We're gonna let you try it. It's a rock because that's his thing. Yeah, no, no, but no, but and Terramana because we obviously Terramana. have the rock to notice. Oh, yes. Are we gonna put these in, in water bottles? Like no, no, do, no. You got a brand it. recognition. We gotta have the, the labels. No, there alcohol is a ra- allowed on a parade route. Yeah, as but, the players. But as you're driving, yeah. I mean, I I won't be holding it during okay. in front of cops and so forth. But I'm pretty sure they're gonna be a little lenient that day. You know. So, anyways, moving forward from there, right. After we do the uh, after we do the parade, what do we got next? It's his call. I'm just saying victory tour. Well, we also got to go to Mike's Seafood. Mike's Seafood back at home. Yes, that's a huge deal. We got to get you a new pair of shoes. Yes, specifically the Cheetah Yeezys, Kobe Twos, Nike Yeezys, which I thought Adidas made. Yeah, take him to get some barbecue. Some old school. Oh, man. And then we got to get him, take him to Arthur Bryant specifically because Julian. A.B. Yeah. 
And then after that, we take him to Jack Stack for some good work. No, no, no. no. The Lee Summit Jack Stack. Not good, dude. <laughs> Good dude. Yo, have you taken sorry, him? Sorry have you, you taken him James. to? Uh, uh, sorry if you see this, James. <laughs> have you taken him yet to uh, uh, Oakland Park? Your favorite? Um, oh, Q thirty nine. Q thirty nine. No, no, no. So he's on a diet, and James was the only person to suggest barbecue. Um, when he first got here, I would I had to leave the house for a certain amount of time, so we weren't able to discuss where he should go to eat barbecue. And James gave him Jack Stack. Or should I say jack crap? And uh, and so he, he hasn't done that because he's on a diet, so he can't really do that. So when he does come back and we get him turned up and get him new shoes, Teed we got to take him out there to get some barbecue. Yeah. And then we got to get him turned up. At, we got to take him to one of the clubs. Put this dude on PBR, Bull. Think about it. Let's go. You know yeah, he ain't never go. been. In, you know he ain't never been in one of those. I bet clubs. you he could surf it though, because oh, he's an island boy. I bet he's an. He's a. He's Wait, a so we're talking about riding a bull or surfing? Yeah, a, but you could stand on the back of the bull. You could surf on a mechanical bull. Yo, let's go. Yeah, bro. You know what? It just clicked my head. Do you guys? You guys ever played PlayStation? Like the original yeah. PlayStation? Yeah. PS One. Do, do you guys remember Rapper to Rapper? Parappa the rapper? Parappa the rapper? Absolutely. Yeah. I just looked over and he looked yeah, at me. Yeah, he looks like him. Bro, <laughs> he does look like him. Do you know who that is? I think Parappa's yeah. a girl, Can though. you pull that up? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's, a, he's a guy. He's if a guy. it's a girl, that's fucked up. Bro, bro, he's a guy. bro it was such a he's great... He's got the same hat on. Bro. He does have bro, the same hat on. Can you please... Oh, dude, we got to get a side-by-side photo on the podcast for this. I'm not... I'm not sorry because Prapper the rapper was the dude, best. Dude, but if it's a girl, I got a kick. One, up, two, one, two, yeah. just kick. One, two in your living room. You just like he raps and he does kung fu, bro. <laughs> it sad. was a good game. There you go. But that, well, so we asked him like the sacred question, which was instead of barbecue, we said like, "Where are you going after the fight in Houston?" And he said, hey, "Mike my Seafood." Boy, my look, boy, okay, boy, right okay. there, Prapper the rapper. You do look like him. <laughs> Is that a dog? I don't know, man, but it's cool. Either way, <laughs> we'll, we'll say it's cool. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to wrap it up. But I want Mono to tell the people where they can find you and uh, tell them how they can watch the fight, too. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at MonoBoy7, B-O-I, boy with the seven. Um, and February 12th, you can catch me on ESPN+. Plus. I think I'm the fourth, fifth fight of the night, somewhere around there. I probably might. It's, uh, early is it club. UFC? Uh, like, is there a number for it that they need to be looking out UFC for? UFC two seventy one. UFC what, two seventy one. What time is your fight going to be at? Do they know that? I want to say I'd probably be fighting around six o'clock or so. Okay. I don't. I don't. Perfect. Don't, don't quote me on that, but yeah. Dude, looking forward to so. man. Super, Thank super you. thankful to have yeah, you on today. You yeah. And uh, it's man, it's been really fun getting to know you, man. For sure. For sure. Appreciate looking forward to all this, Julian. Thank you. Thank you for bringing them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap up. I appreciate you're on here, bud. <laughs> yeah, man. Jeff, I appreciate you coming here with a starter jacket, bringing back the old school. Kyle, what do you think we got to do for this AFC you Championship trophies. game? Huh? <laughs> what do you say? So anything to bring us a win for this AFC Championship, I'm, I'm, dude. I'm, dude, I'm with it all day. I like Pre- it. Predict your score. Predict my score? What's the score going to be? Dude, I honestly think, I, I honestly believe, to me, it's going to be over i'll take the over if we're betting but i believe the chiefs are going to make it a non-competitive game i think think i'm 34 21 chiefs yes sir 36 26 chiefs nice yeah uh we're definitely in the 30s for sure um but i i the problem is like i'm not throwing out random ass numbers because like i don't know but i just i i believe that we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna make a statement is it gonna be chiefs frisco i also think joe burrow gets hurt 
this is my this is my uh, my guess is that Joe Burrow does not come out of this game alive. Uh, I mean, I hope he does come out alive. I don't want him to fucking die. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Seriously, want to die? Like, well, I hope he, football. I hope he, he you, Joe. This I hope he tears his other ACL. I don't hope he gets hurt. I just think he's going to get hurt. No, I, I just think lines that bad. I think that uh, I think you know. The, the the craziest shit, man. Like somehow Kansas City just figures it the fuck out, yeah. and their team plays fucking hard. And I I do I I think Kansas City's gonna gonna go in there. I think Kansas City's gonna walk through it, and then I think that uh, San Francisco San Francisco gonna is gonna fucking shock you all. And <laughs> I'm gonna get a fucking message from you, Kyle, and you're gonna be like, okay, I fucking get in now. Yeah. I can't Dude, believe it. Hey, 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 so, hey, if we're guessing, you kill it on the Kyle listen, impersonations, listen, by the way. You nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, goat boy. If, if uh, <laughs> this is my guess with the, that score, that score is going to be a wider margin. I think it's going to be something like 14 to 27. No. No, I agree. I think it might be 14 to... Defense and running the ball. It's going to be a low-scoring game, 17-21, something like that. Who do you think... Odell Beckham throws a touchdown. <laughs> who that's a, hammer that's a, that's a good that's hammer a, that, that prop. I like that prop. <laughs> all right, all right. But who do you think would win in a matchup? The Rams or Green Bay? The Rams. Oh, one hundred percent all in day the, in the playoffs. No, no, just just in I general. don't know. A regular season, uh, regular season, uh, Green Bay wins, but in the playoffs, Rams win. I say Green Bay wins either way. Rogers. Like I'm saying, dog, like, what you think? It, okay, yeah, I think that uh, the Rams are just too inconsistent. We're They're having, unproven. They lost two games of the 49ers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not good in the playoffs. I mean, he won a Super Bowl, Kyle. So oh, yeah, he what did. are you talking about? He, he did win a Super Bowl. How he's long ago 11 was that? And he still has a winning record yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. We're having uh, oh, of course, we're going to refresh. He's got to go through two rounds before he loses in the We're NFC going back championship. Kansas City Chiefs. He lost his first 49ers. Game this time. It's going to be like that. When the Chiefs game. lost in the Super Bowl, the world went to shit. Just saying. <laughs> mhm. It's true. It's got to get back to normal. Freaky Friday It back. was actually when we won, but uh either way, I don't know it's been that long. I don't know when our our next official podcast with everybody here is going to be, but it's going to happen. Dude, we're Meanwhile, having a live podcast on the parade. Live, 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 live parade the next time you guys see us, but that's all. If you guys have not already, please share the podcast. Please tell your friends. Hopefully you feel extremely smart after this last podcast and uh, you share it, up <laughs> <laughs> share it up with all your friends. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening.